Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, Joey Beatty Enthusiast. Special guest. Light of your life. Goddamn right. Best fucking thing that ever happened to you. Oh, let's not get carried away. I do appreciate look. I do appreciate that Alex's main mission in life is to get me in trouble. Basically. Stir shit. Yeah, I think that's kind of I the mean, jam. I would there's more a di- call there's it, a dynamic. I would yes. more call it entertaining myself, but <laughs> light the fuse and walk away, if you will. Cool guys don't look at explosions, Bob. Yeah. Cool. My name is Eric. I don't know. Remember when Randy that. Orton posed in front of that burning shaft? Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was a lazy one, though. It was after he stopped giving the effort. No, that's okay. Nah, you need the good snap back. Look, when you're when you're Randy Orton and you look like that, you can get away with it. Is he wrestling anymore? I think he's he hurt right now. He's hurt, but yeah, he's still wrestling. I mean, I feel like there's there's like two ways to do it. There's the the really dramatic the 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 quick snap, or you've got to really prolong it out, but in a very fluid. Sure. Way he just kind of. I mean, I have not watched Randy Orton wrestle, and I could not tell you how long. But from what I understand, when I was still watching years ago, at this point, he was being a little lazy with it. Mm. A little lazy, Randy. A little lazy. Snap it back. What are you doing, man? <laughs> a little lazy. A little lazy. Last time we did this podcast, <sighs> mm-hmm. two we weeks ago. A, yeah, yeah. Well, less than two weeks ago, because uh, you went on a trip. Mm, but it's true. Yeah. yeah you're that's right. why Bob was surprised when I was like, hey, when do you guys want to do the podcast? He's like, no, I was a little week? surprised, too. I was like, wait, what? But then <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's right. There was Hooters wings. and That's that's true. Mm. When when is that? The beginning of next month. We got to go again. May. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the last time for the cheap wings. <laughs> I won't mm. make the same mistake as last time. Yeah. How many, how many of those wings did you have, Alex? Too many. Mm-hmm. Too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It turns out your body... Doesn't really react well to a shitload of food when you really generally don't eat a shitload of food. Mm-hmm. See, I tried to jump into the Bob deep end. I thought I can swim down here. Nope. I can no. eat all the food. Mm-mm. No. It turns out no, I can't. See, see, but no. your the, guts get very, very the, unhappy with you. The Bob deep end is an interesting deep end because well, the Bob Deep End has weaknesses. There's holes in the foundation, yes. right? Because if you start bringing in like milk or cheese, mm-hmm. the You're pool the done. pool drowns you. Yeah, but yes, correct. Um, there's also just like I, I like I I I can eat a, like an, an inordinate amount of food, but not very quickly. Like like I'll order like a jumbo like. You're talking like a 20-inch pizza, right? Something massive. And I could eat that whole thing. It's going to take me a little while. You know, I can't just pound it down. If he eats too quickly, he will horf. Yeah. (laughs) But I will eat that whole pizza before I go to bed. I do recall a time there was a chicken wing. Not a chicken wing. Chicken tender. Oh, yeah. 10-cent chicken tender night or some shit at some bar. And Bob went and took way too much advantage of chicken tender night paid the price came home yeah and immediately horfed <laughs> yeah no because bob is not a quiet horf <laughs> it's not quiet you can hear it anywhere <laughs> in the house no it's come it, it, i believe over the years i've learned when bob is suffering he wants everyone to know you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you're Me, talking I have about to be like 
legitimately bleeding out of my eyes to be like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of feeling a little shitty. Yeah. I'm feeling kind of crappy. I'm feeling yeah. off. Feel a little off. Yeah. Out of the ears, I, I the wait, mouth, the I, eyes. I wait until it's coming out of both ends, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of sick. I think something's wrong. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's the only time I ever throw up, though. Like, I've never... I've never thrown up because I ate too much or something. I've never had that experience. I've thrown up when I've been sick, but. Oh, no. See, like when my stomach is over full, like I just get so queasy. The great thing is that it's like he knows it when he's like, now you know what? I could sneak two more in there. Well, he's well like, it's, it's he's like you can't. But this is the thing, Erica. And I'm only like half joking. Bob's like an alcoholic book with food. So he can't stop himself. <laughs> And he knows he can't stop himself. Thus, all the running. Why do you think I have not had pizza in three months? It's well, I'm amazed. I can't have just a slice. Because this is the thing. It's funny you bring up alcoholism because they talk about. Uh, um, I, I remember hearing in a podcast recently uh, two people discussing uh, who are sober and talking about like figuring out that they were alcoholics right and the one guy was like oh no this is very clear cut i'm an alcohol you know and mm-hmm. um and probably what it's been years and years and years so it probably wasn't quite that clear cut but in at least in, in hindsight retrospect, yeah sure. you know he's like no it was very the other guy was like um you know i'm pretty sure but you know it's up and what the other person says to that is you know obviously don't do this because now you're sober but like if you really want to know like the real test is not to see if you can just not drink for a week the real test is to you know take take like two or three weeks off of alcohol and then come back and just see if you can have one if you can just have one and then your night's done you're okay you're fine And, and you do that repeatedly sure sure but if if you go to have that one and then you've immediately got to have whatever else alcohol you've got, there's a problem. There's your, that, you know, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good proxy for it. Um, and that's like me and pizza. Like I can't have just a, if there's any pizza left, I have to eat it. Well, what you need to do then is you just need to buy one slice. That's yeah, you do it. the Capri thing where you go, well, you get a slice, and that's it. Un- unfortunately, we live in the Chicagoland area that doesn't believe in slices. We have a restaurant like two seconds from here that does that. That's, that's too far. It's not one second. <laughs> also, that Capri slice, it's delicious. It is the size of Montana. Oh, it's not a small slice. So you're I'm just saying that you're it's bitching. Too good? It's too big, right? There's this no is slices. Too much food. No, but oh, there's a slice place. Boy, it's not the exact slice I want. Well, then you, you could bitch about anything. Well, yeah, I mean that's the point. He that this podcast about the cheese adhesion on a pi- on a pizza. That's a good pizza too. It's a great pizza. That was a delicious pizza. I had it the other day. I yeah. was very happy that we went with that. <laughs> that's the best pizza around here. I contend. For that kind of pizza, because I think if you're sure. going to go like wood fire, oh sure, that's a different kind. Okay, of Okay, okay. I do generally place wood fire above other pizzas. Same, but the reality is, and I was telling this to someone the other day, a listener of this podcast. <laughs> mm. Um, 
If you're going to get wood fire, you have to go sit down and eat it there. I would agree. You've or got, like grab it and eat it in your car. You've, <laughs> because got, you've got a window. There's a window. <laughs> There's like literally a five minute window. As soon as it starts to get a little chilly, it starts to cool down. Yeah. You may as well just not so, have gotten it. Yeah. If you're going to go sit down at a restaurant, yes, there are two other places I prefer. Mm-hmm. But in terms of carry out, I think. Gennario's is uncontested. I think you've got a, a, and I did, I took the drive, so I, I know exactly where it is now. You, I, yeah, did you see it? Yeah. The I, Chinese place that's next to it is good too, by the way. Oh, you've said that, yeah. Okay. Now, I, I will give you Gennario's is a very good pie. I mean, if they would just fix the cheese adhesion. I, I well, aren't you, dear listeners, and I know we've talked about this before, this is a thing that came out of Bob's face. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. You bite the you bite and the, it, it the is, piece. It is from. It's not a slice. It's a piece. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. But yes. Still. Still. You said it with all sincerity. Because I took a bite out of the pizza and the cheese came all off of it. I mean, it, it, listen. And it. Okay. Have you had this experience? No. Yeah, me. Because I know how to eat. <laughs> well, this is like I don't find you know, eating too are, difficult. I, I've, I, no one has ever accused me of not being able to eat. You know, well, uh, apparently not properly. <laughs> Do we need to teach you how a fork and a knife work as well? Do you Let eat me, your pizza with a fork and a knife? I no. will say, if I don't. If I don't if I I'm not a fucking him, monster. If I ever saw him eat pizza oh, with a fork territory. and a knife, that's divorced. No, yeah, you're out. She won't kill you over that, but you're out of here. No, we're done. We're done, ski. <laughs> It's not even a conversation. And if it happens a second time, your access to your daughter is cut off. <laughs> we won't allow her to grow up to be a monster. Well, that's that's a Chicagoland area. That's just kind okay. of... That's part of it. I, I propose a solution to you, Bob, on oh. your cheese adhesion issue. Uh-huh. Not a real problem, of course, but in the mind uh-huh. of a psychopath, I shall entertain it. <laughs> this is like the same problem. I see people who seem to have issues. They get a pizza, okay? tavern style as you like to call it and it's what it's called they grab it weird <laughs> and what they do is when they pull it off right because it's not like like completely cut it's only sure. partially cut they don't grab the pizza the piece of pizza correctly so when they pull they don't disconnect the cheese you know what i mean i know exactly so what you're about, yes. they end up either grabbing more cheese from another piece mm-hmm. or they screw the whole pizza up somehow and what I tell them, which I'll tell you, Bob, same solution for a different made-up problem, is you grab the piece somewhat firmly, <laughs> and you give it a good yank, right? You get the clean distance. You just got to go. The clean. You know what I mean? And when you're eating you can't said futz. piece, you, can't you know futz. what you, you just do, Bob? Go. You keep one finger on the crust, and you keep another finger on the cheese. A pinch, and then if you will. insert it into said giant mouth. Okay. Can you not do that to keep everything together? Is that too difficult for you? Now, have I ever said, oh, we can't get Gennario's? No, you only don't get it because it's too far away. Well, yes. Exactly. And because, like, you, like the, the, the cycles of the moon have to be in alignment if you're going to get a pie. Actually, I found we call. Well, Alex called earlier. Uh, yes, I found something out. Mm-hmm. I called when they opened, and I said, hey, can I have a pizza? for pickup at X time, and they said, yes, we will do that. Mm. So so that worked out solution. quite nicely. Yes. There you go. Now you know. You just have to always call when they open. Okay. But I mean, if you know You what know they're popular because they're good. But if you know what your plan is, and you will, yeah. oh, I want a pizza at 7. 
What did we end? Did we watch something that night? Yeah, that's when we watched um, Dragon Ball Super Super That's Euro right. That's with right. its mediocre animation. I, w- I am hung up on that <laughs> shitty animation, by the way. Are you? Top line anime series should not have shitty production values. It was pretty shitty animation. I, I, I enjoyed the movie, but the animation was I do, shitty. I do appreciate Like, this is the hang up. I, I do. I do. Because... Well, I have to, my other hang-up we already talked about it was like all the fighting sucked, but that's because the va- the production was low end. But um, no, I'll compare it to something you're watching now, Bob. We'll talk about this more later. <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. The animation in that show is excellent. It's very nice. Yes. It's like from what movie I've seen quality, so yeah. and that's a TV show. So there's no there's no excuses. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't disagree with your that. movie shouldn't look like something I would expect to see like uh, I don't know some third rate animation on some random show or well, something. especially because it's a fighting it, it's a fighting show like I, yeah. I, you need the good animation well, and you're coming fighting. off some of your best animation work in the previous movie and then you like go low budget shitty yeah disappointing if that was a TV show like if they were just making that movie take mm-hmm. out all the fighting and they were just doing a TV show about Pic- Piccolo's wacky life. That's acceptable animation then. Which I also would have, like... I would have preferred that. Happily watched. They should have just... The first half of the movie, they should have just, like, ended it. That should have been it. <laughs> I don't... It doesn't have to make sense. Anyways, what were we talking about? Pizza. Well, yeah. So, and, and I was saying, I, I, I would generally agree. I think Genarios is... Um, one of the best tavern style pies. I personally really like Old Town. Um, I know you're not a big fan of theirs. They're fine. It was fine. I remember it. It was fine. I don't think Old Town's any closer than. No, that's no, de- it's that's definitely yeah, that's yeah. Genarios. Yeah, it's point. forever away. Uh, this, is, this is the main issue, of course, and we've talked about this before. If Genarios, like, let's let's actually thank your most hated pizza place, Rosati's, for pissing you off. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only reason the pizza ban can stand. Because if the Rosati's was still there in your mind, accessible to you, if you would go and pay, give them money, you would still be eating pizza. Mm-hmm. But because, as long as there's not even attempt to deny it, I mean, it's just like yeah, that's true. Self-aware- self awareness is is a good thing. Actually, yes. I don't think that's true, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because. Mm. Because a lot of the time that I get the real hard craving for pizza is at like 11 at night mm-hmm. when you've gone to bed and the, the only thing that's open is Domino's and, and Sarpino's. And Sarpino's. I haven't had Sarpino's, but Domino's is terrible. Come on, man. That's why you're able to tell yourself no. <laughs> I'm able to tell myself no because I have a goal. I will say Sarpino's is worse than Domino's. The pizza, really? yes. I don't like Sarpino's. Domino's, since they changed the recipe, is passable. Well, you know and the, the Domino's the Domino's pan pizza, I maintain, is decent. You know what place that I will give somewhat of a defense to? Much like Rosati's. You know how there's some good Rosati's and there's some bad Rosati's and... I mean, I contend we have a good one. I've never been royally fucked by them by some, like some other people have. But um, 
Aurelio's is much like Rosati's in this way, where there are some good Aurelio's. I've had Aurelio's before that was been really good. I've only had bad Aurelio's. And I've heard some people, I've never had the bad ones, and I haven't had Aurelio's in like a decade or something. <laughs> well, and this is going but, back to when I lived in the city, so this is over a decade ago. Well, but no, we, we had to... it once when we were living in Arlington Heights. Did we? And it was terrible. I don't remember that. Yeah. There was one in Joliet that was good. No, I, I, yeah, I did not like Aurelio's at all. Juliet quality. Yeah, I remember, not much else down there. Yeah, Aurelio's I, is good. I remember that Aurelio's pie we had had so much cornmeal on the bottom. Oh, I remember that now. Okay. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what, this was isn't, Aurelio's pizza. this, what is this? Like. The one that I, is the one in, I, I don't even know if it's still there, but it was in like Wrigleyville or something. And the sauce was so sweet. That it was just like, what did you guys do to this? I have a question, Bob, because mm-hmm. you see, this is the problem with the wood fire, is I only go there with Bob. No mm-hmm. one else goes with me. Yeah. So, and now Elio's, I know that's like, you know, across the universe in your mind. But GME is pretty close. Now, Well, in GME, we... you can go and get yourself a personal now, pie. Well, here's the question. And he could have something else. Here's the question. Yes. Could we go? And you could eat something else while you sit there and watch me eat pizza. A Giamia? Yeah. Or would that be like having alcohol in front of no, you? No, a Giamia, I could do it. Um, because uh, there's an, there's other stuff at Giamia that I like. If we went to Elio, I... You wouldn't go to Elio. No, I, I just won't go. <laughs> you just sit there crying. Generally. Yeah, I just... Like, just weeping no, softly. No. Into his Sprite. Sorry. Or Starry okay, or whatever well, the fuck Erica, it is let me now. Know when you want to go and we'll take pictures and send them to Bob. We'll we'll take a ride. Listen, listen. In August, we'll be back. In August, that's true. Once you're done with uh, the events, we could have celebration. Elio's Pizza. Yeah, is that is that what you would want? What would be? We've talked about this before. What would be number one? I don't remember if we got an answer last time. (sighs) Wait, number one pizza. Pizza. If you had a choice. If I had a choice and and your body was still functioning, wait, after is this? Hold, miles, uh, I, I need one clarifying, one clarifying point. Sure. Is this? Is this just? You say to me, Bob, we're gonna get the pizza you want. Doesn't matter where it's from. Um, and just for right now, or is this, Bob? This is gonna be the last pizza you ever have. Are you dying? I, well, I thought you were going to ask, is this going to be the, the first pizza after your big race? I mean, because this here's the clarifying. Because if, if I was in the this is your last meal situation, I'm going with a New York slice. Uh, probably from the Jersey place. But cu- back from Badger. It wouldn't be Elio's. We also haven't had Elio's. In a really probably time. would be Elio's. Be, and then the next night I'd get the Jersey pizza. And then he'd die. <laughs> I'm going to get in contact. Because, <laughs> you know, by us, there's like the Fox Bowl and there's all those other storefronts in there. And there's has to be empty spaces. I don't know because I never look in that direction when I'm driving <laughs> by. But I assume there must be empty spaces in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in contact with whoever owns Genarios. And I'm going to see if I can talk them into opening one up in there. That'd be dangerous, sir. If there's one in there, that might break Bob. 
it, and I if pick, I could fix the cheese adhesion issues, holy shit, the, how would he have self-control at that point? So the slice spot that's out in Winfield. And I'll start making slices. Listen, slices are uh, why pe- more places don't do slices drives me nuts. But that slice spot that's out in Winfield, it used to be um, just down the street from here. Um, and I, I don't know why they had to move, but because um, that's a decent pizza. I think that's one of the last ones we got yeah, before I you mean, uh, that, you installed the ban. Yeah, and I mean, I you know, it's a, it's a real. New York slice, it's great. I love it. Um, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a good thing that place is further away because, and and this is why it's it's for me it's a it's a bit of a comfort thing because it's like that that New York style that I grew up with that I love so much. It's not the best New York style slice I've ever had. It's still really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I do. I would put Elio definitely above it. Elio's is just a good fucking pizza. It's so good. It's so goddamn good. We took my parents there, and they were like, "It's fine." And I was like, "You're like, just some people have no no taste, no taste, no class." So, but we're gonna go there. It's been so long. You know, we're gonna go there, and it's gonna be like thirty dollars a pizza. Yeah, (laughs) probably because we haven't we haven't been been there. We literally haven't been there in years. So. It's, it has been a minute. It's no. going to be, the prices are going to be brutal. Yeah, probably. It's worth everything. But it's worth it. Yeah. Now you were, you've been trying to allude to it a couple times. Yeah, I had a great transition. You there. did. And you Bob did. just kept on going because I brought up food, which is my own fault. Yeah. Well, we started, yeah, you started on pizza and it was like, okay, this is a half an hour aside at least. <laughs> How much? How long? I, we're only at twenty-one minutes. Oh, okay. okay. It's twenty. We could talk more food. about. Oh, we could easily talk. You know, about because we, we didn't even. Great, we, we could talk about the great value of chilies once again. True. We we did. You know, we went through a whole pizza discussion. We didn't talk about Giordano's. I like Giordano's, but it it's, it's a specific craving. It is. It's not deep dish yeah. is a specific craving. I but. just the way everything's getting like jacked up in prices. I'm just been eliminating certain things, you know. Right. <laughs> it's like, because it's just it's not. Like, wor- it's just not it's worth just, it. Maybe every you know every once in a while it's like Hooters every once in a while, but sure, not all the time. Well, that, it's, it was the crazy thing about going to Chili's is like, it's so much food for so little money. It really is so affordable. I, it, and it's good. It's not bad. It's good. No, yeah, Chili's. Hick, hook us up. Yeah. Hit we'll, us up. We will sell out in our Oh, oh. <laughs> please. Less than a This wouldn't beat. even be the fake sellout. This wouldn't be like, oh, you know, right wing crazy person comes calling and wants to advertise. I'll sell out for that for the right amount of money. But this would be a chilies, product you believe in. Chilies, I back chilies. I mean, I've never eaten anything there other than the burgers, um, the chips and salsa, and their buffalo, boneless buffalo wings. That's all that matters, But man. you know what? I like those three things. <laughs> um,. The chips oh. and salsa. Just... I need to go with you guys next time you go because I haven't been to a Chili's and I could not tell you how long. Yeah, but... the, the, the chips and salsa alone is worth the trip. Well, that's just like everybody else order something. I'll just be hosing the chips and salsa. <laughs> no, really. It's like, Just uh, give me I a could. soda and this is all I need. Well, and I think it's funny because the chips and salsa is, we, ostensibly, it's for your meal. It was too much of it for one person. Right. And, and it's, you could just get more if you want more. Well, and that's like the the lady was like, oh, you get a side too. Because they do, they do like this, you Three pick an appetizer 
uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. a drink and an entree. And it's like, Nothing. his was $13, $14. Mine was like $11. Yeah, which is insane. You're not like, eating out anywhere for that. No. I mean, and and like, and and so he got the chips and salsa and she's like, oh, well, you get a side too. And I'm like, do I have to? I guess I'll get the Caesar salad. Oh, and here's something that was really annoying, um, though. I did want, so they have a chicken sandwich mm-hmm. on the menu, and and that's part of that that three deal. Sure. Um, but they also have a buffalo chicken sandwich. The buffalo chicken sandwich is not on the deal, mm. and and I asked the waitress about it, and she said that well, it's not, but. It's really just the chicken sandwich tossed in buffalo. And she's like, I could just get you the chicken sandwich and bring you out a cup of buffalo sauce. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, why isn't the buffalo chicken? Don't like, ask. It's like, put one it on of those, the menu. It's one of those things. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know how they're making money over there at Chili's. I, it boggles my mind. It really, I, I'm going to guess they do a lot of carry out. That might be part of it. Well, they've got that wing thing now, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's just wings, which is solid, too. No, those for are the, solid Especially wings, for yeah. the price. You just can't beat Hooters when you go. It's just no. so good. Well, and that's why we got to we gotta go the next time. It's the last time it's cheap. Take advantage <laughs> again. <laughs> People think we're going there for the waitresses. No, Bob. I don't even see the waitresses. All I see is the wings. I have been going to Hooters since I was working in, in the, the fucking Dominic's just down the street from uh, uh, the O'Hare one. <laughs> a, a, an absurd amount of time ago now, probably like 22 years or something. It is the wings. The wings yeah. are fucking yeah. delicious. You know, commiserate with the servers because I'm like, I'm sorry these disgusting old men are ogling you and making your life miserable, but... Well, and, I, and we're the easy table. Like we just want our food. Just right. bring. We us know our food. exactly what we're gonna order. We're gonna fill our turnover. drinks. Right. We're you're, not gonna treat you weirdly. Like let's just get on. You're in it. and out, and maybe forty. We're the minutes. easy table. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like when I used to. We used to go to Hooters after bowling, and we made friends with one of the waitresses there, and we were just like normal with her. Right. And so she'd come over to us and tell us about all the people treating her like shit right. <laughs> all night. Right. You know. It's like well, because one people just treat waitstaff like garbage, and yeah. then you're at Hooters, so it's making it that much worse. Mm-hmm. So interestingly, um, you know, I, I try and get out for drinks with one of our dear listeners um, as often as I can, and uh, we've ended up starting to go to this townie bar. He listens. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's outstanding. Uh huh. So there's like six people who listen. At least six. There are dozens of us. Um, Not really. So, I mean, 0.5 is a multiplier of a dozen. <laughs> Look, uh, there's something on this podcast for everyone. And yeah, pretty much everyone who listens probably hates 90% of it. But there's that 10% thing. The like. 10% thing. But anyway, so we've been starting to go to this townie bar because. Um, really just all the other places we would go um, were either too expensive or they're microbrews that close at 10 o'clock. And, you know, I don't want to be out 
later than like 11, especially on a school night. But, you know, 10 o'clock is is a little early. So so we started going to this little townie bar and it turns out it's really affordable. Um, drinks are drinks are nicely priced. It's got some decent food that is also very reasonably priced. Um, but what I've come to find is this is the after work bar for Hooters. Oh, really? Yeah. And the reason I know that is because there was a table of people who came in late. And one of the women was still in her Hooters uniform. And, I was, and all I could think of was the last thing I would want other people at a bar to know if I could avoid it is that I am a server at Hooters. Like, yeah. Setting yourself up for future harassment. It just, and I mean, you do you, but it just like, I I could not imagine wearing that out. Um, it's a decision. Yeah. No, yeah. You got to change. You got to change. Just put something over it. Sweats or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, what was the topic we were going to start oh, talking I, about I like a half hour ago? More, yeah, we're going to get back to that. But I have one more thing that's food adjacent. Adjacent. That adjacent. Me up. Adjacent, yeah. Adjacent. That cracks me up. So you know how ballparks have always done the thing where like, oh, what? They stopped selling beer after the seventh inning or something. Yeah. Have you Have you been reading that this is now going away? Because the problem is Jesus. they reduced the the length of these games dramatically because of the pitch clock. Like, they've cut, like, a half an hour off baseball games on average, which is great, by mm-hmm. the way. Well, now you don't have time to, like, run and get a beer so, real quick. So now they're not doing the thing where the sales end at, like, the seventh inning. They just sell beer the whole game. Well, well like, not every ballpark, but a lot of them well, are switching. Well, and it was always a – pain in the ass for baseball because if you go extra innings right you know and now you're now like you, you got a buzz and now you haven't had a beer in two hours and now you're starting to get a headache but you, now you're getting mad yeah like i mean and <laughs> <End> this game <laughs> but that's actually you know i hadn't thought of that that is fucking hysterical that's very funny and what you know what's what's also fun, interesting about that is I hadn't thought about it until you brought this up, but shortening the shortening the time of the game, while certainly I appreciate it as a fan, because well, what is it? It's taking 20, 30 minutes off the game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's coming out of people's paychecks who work the concessions. But that's the key, I think. A lot of those concession stands, if I could get the word out of my mouth, would close in like the seventh inning. So now they're just staying open the whole game. So I think those people are probably making still a similar amount of money. They're probably working similar hours. So, okay, if you're a beer vendor. I don't know that for sure. If you're a beer vendor. But there surely are other hourly jobs. So if you've got 30... If you're cutting on average thirty minutes off a game, let's just do easy math, right? But you're but you're right. There probably are people who are working at the stadium who are making less money because the game's length has been reduced. So you're talking about forty hours, okay? Because each team gets eighty games at home every year, so thirty minutes times eighty games, 
uh, divided by 60 is 40. So 40 hours, and let's say that's against $15 an hour. That's $600 a year that they're going to lose yeah. if they're, you know, at the minimum uh, as hourly. Um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Um, so, yeah, I would be. <laughs> as an employee, I'd be kind of pissed. A little miffed. I'd be sitting there saying, okay, you guys got to, we need a raise to make up the difference on <laughs> this. That's adorable. Oh, wait, yeah, none of them are unionized. It's okay. That ain't happening. Um. I, I would be interested to know, though, like, wh- if anything at all is happening in that sphere to deal with that. Or if, like, it's, I've not, like, I just thought of it now, sitting here. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. Right. But obviously, that probably wouldn't get much traction because it doesn't affect that many people enough to, like, suddenly get articles written about it. But, Alex. Sports venues are such huge um, economic impact. Doesn't it affect everybody? Mm. (laughs) Now, (laughs) back around to the original topic of this podcast. It is funny because we are definitely like, oh, yeah, this is definitely what we're going to start talking about. This is the topic that we will start. We brought up food. It's my fault. I take the blame. I I set Bob onto one of his favorite subjects. So I really have no one to blame but myself. Oh, I have a question. This is always, this is, and this is why it's always funny when Erica's like, what are we going to talk about? It's like, I think we'll be okay. We'll hey, be all right. <laughs> you don't drink coffee. No. No. Have you ever salted coffee? No. Do you know anyone who has, have you ever I heard of doing know. that? No. I, I have heard of doing it and I, I mean, you season things, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe, but I'm just like, I'm good with my coffee. Thank you. Are you salting your coffee? No. I'm not salting okay. my coffee, but it, it came up. I was going to say, you have enough salt. You don't need us to be salting your coffee. But I need the electrolytes, Erica. Hey, you know what? I just thought about this, Erica. Uh-huh. Another food thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe that you make? Like a favorite? Yeah, like like if you were going to, if you had to make chocolate chip cookies, your life is on the line. I mean, usually what I do, I don't know that I have like a set recipe, but what I like to do is I don't like to use semi-sweet. I like like a darker chocolate chip because mm-hmm. semi-sweet is just like a hair too much for me. Okay. And then I like to brown the butter because it gives it like a little bit of a nutty taste to it. Seems like a lot of work. It's not a huge amount of work. It's an extra step, but but honestly, normally... Like, the chocolate chip cookie I make is those uh, shortbread chocolate chip cookies. And I don't make them all the time, because if I did, the weight loss gains that we have made in the last two years would just be gone. Now... Because those cookies are like fucking crack. See, Alex, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with that Erica is a fantastic cook. And, uh, you know, I'm very lucky for that. Uh One of my favorite things is Erica will describe a like cooking something and she'd be like yeah it's just this real quick easy thing and you just do 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 do, do. i will say that i do yes I and, and, it's, and then i go to look at like the kitchen and i'm like did, did you use all of the all of the cookware for Sometimes this you have to <laughs> and i'm like no, i have definitely had people be like oh how do you make like those polymers i'm like oh you just have to make puff pastry it's easy and then I stop myself and I'm like, no, you're a, you're a maniac. That's not an easy thing to do. 
<laughs> it's just yeah, it's just, just real quick. I clean up after myself. <laughs> it's just funny the way that started. I thought he was about to say like he doesn't like your cookies or something like that. Like the way it was starting. I mean, it seemed like that was where it was going. I just know that's patently not true. Like, cause no. there are. It's funny because there's cookies that I will make that are just not to his taste. Yeah. Like I made those ginger and turmeric, and I I have to make those sometimes so that I can actually like get in on the cookie action. Because if you make a chocolate chip cookie and you let him gone. know about it, those fuckers are gone. Yeah, gone. They're just gone. I They're can't gone. blame them. No, it happens. I mean... I had most of those ones that you brought over that one time. You did. Yeah. I did say because you were out of town. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, cookie o'clock for Erica. Uh, See, I did save some for you. Though. You did. You did. See... Which I, opposite way? I don't know that would have happened. That's not true. <laughs> I don't that's know that you would have said That's not true at all. Now, so here's here's a, here's another. You just question. always tell if Bob doesn't like a sweet, because it's lasted more than a day. <laughs> it's not to his taste. I, I mean, a sweet. He's turning a very savory, red. It's hysterical. And anything, <laughs> food. Though those cookies that you made were delicious, and I don't know I what have, recipe that is, but those are good. Yeah, I have like three or four really good recipes actually that I like to rotate between. No, that one was good. I really liked those cookies. That was a semi-sweet. Like, I'll have it every now and again, but I prefer a darker chocolate. Mm. I like both. I mean, I prefer semi-sweet. But I mean, I like I'm not going to be like, oh, these cookies are semi-sweet. Like, I'm not going to not eat it. What am I, a monster? <laughs> sure. It has flour and sugar right, and, exactly. thing, and it's butter. It's a fucking cookie. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll try things it. things that I like. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So, the last time we were on this podcast... We ended a top with a topic of you talking about how you were thinking about buying a car. Yeah. And you were really loving this Chevy Bolt. <laughs> what happened, Bob? I'll tell you what happened. I happened. <laughs> because he's like, he, I kept coming back to, you don't like Chevy. You All know, you talk about is how you don't like Chevy. So why are we even going to bother going when you couldn't find one anywhere? No, we couldn't. There was one in like fucking peoria and it was like okay are we actually going to be able to get the car home should we buy it is the range (laughs) far enough that's actually funny well that's it is hilarious though because when i suddenly got a text because for anyone who like forgot what we talked about bob was talking about buying an electric car and the contenders really the only contender was the nissan leaf but i jokingly brought up the chevrolet bolt uh, because everything I read was like the Bolt's apparently a better car. I don't know. I didn't. Well, read the, and you. I didn't saw read it, the reviews that you closely. saw it at the auto show, and you really liked it. I so, didn't hate it. <laughs> so all of a but sudden, then, okay, t- that's it though. I didn't hate it. So it's like, why are we tr- why are we struggling to find this car that you're like meh on? So the other day, I suddenly get a text, and all of a sudden, he's like. Oh, you know, it's really between the Bolt and the Leaf. And I was like, whoa, the Bolt's actually in the conversation? I didn't even know it was actually in the running. I I, I tell you what, it comes down to a couple of things. One, I didn't want to be... I, I Anytime you're going to spend that much money, I think it's good to be in the mindset of trying to be flexible sure. and try to present yourself with another option. Sure. And the bolt at the price point is the only other option. Yeah. Um, and then, and it was, and so I just kind of, I went down a thought exercise of just, you know, okay, I 
you know, I was surprised by the interior of the Bolt. Now, and this is this is one of my biggest gripes with Chevy in general. Is every Chevy I've ever sat in feels so cheap, and uh, it's not like the Leaf has this luxurious interior, but it doesn't feel cheap. I think it's. I think. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of plastic, but it's. That's the price range you're in, and right. I think it's nice plastic. And for the price, I think it's a nice car. Yeah. So you know, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Right. Like I, I, I don't expect to get. It was comfortable an, and it drives nice. I didn't expect to get an Audi at at this price point. Um, but Chevy just always felt like excessively cheap. So, but there's, so they had the Bolt, and. There's the Bolt EUV. So you've got a a car and you've got like a crossover. Right. And my thought process was, you know, if we can find one that's not 800 miles away, it yeah. would be good to go and at least sit in it yeah, and, and just see. And just, you know, just to give it a chance. Yeah. Because who knows? Maybe you'd be surprised. Um, Now inventory really made the decision for us because like erica said there just there wasn't there was nothing close for us to even if try we have a chevy dealership fairly close they did not have any they didn't no one around and and i i can tell you exactly why it's because that dollar for dollar you know if you're looking at just the very basic stats the bolt is a more cost-effective vehicle. It's got a longer range, uh, more powerful engine, bigger battery. Yeah, all all the, a lot of the stuff that people are you know really are going to care about. Um, you know, it has the better stats on that, and because people are generally willing to give up on interior, it's why that's Chevy's business model. I get it. It's not for me, but um. So we couldn't find one to even go look at and it was like okay so this is this is just a non-starter but the the other thing that really made me think twice about it was not only so for a little bit more than what we ended up paying so spoiler we ended up buying the leaf but for a little bit more than what we paid for the leaf we would have got a hundred a hundred miles more range we would have got heated seats access to the the functionality to turn the car on remotely and all that fun jazz um and there was something that chevy had which is a thousand dollars towards um getting the, the line installed. installed right so that you know so all those things considered it was like I'm, I'm considering it but when we couldn't find one and then so the other thing that kind of came up is that the rules for getting the tax credit are changing on tuesday and so the with the with the rule change um it doesn't we don't know it, it, it's actually unclear where the leaf is going to sit after tuesday 
Um, and there, some cars are, some cars that currently qualify for it are going to, um, get dropped down to a three and a half thousand dollar. So you're still getting something. You're still getting some. It's not the whole. And then other cars, uh, at least one vehicle that currently qualifies is getting, will no longer get the tax credit period. But you pay, but the. Your ta- your eligibility for the tax credit is based on the rules of the day you take possession of the vehicle. So, it was kind of like we if we're gonna buy something, we gotta do it. We should do it now, sooner rather than later. Right. When uh, we know for sure what we're gonna be getting. Right. So, um, yeah, no, it seems like you you know made the made a good decision at a good time. Yeah, I mean, it, it just, it was a, it, you know, the opportunity was there, and we, you know, if you could find out on Tuesday that the leaf will be fine, and, you know, you'll still get the tax it's just credit. just that uncertainty, though. But, you know, there's uncertainty, and, <coughs> excuse me, um, and, but, you know, and then with the leaf, so then it came down to, do we want to get the, the base model, or do we want the upper model? And the upper model has a hundred miles more range and some of the extra bells and whistles. And what we kind of kept coming back to was like, that's, it's another 10 grand. And I just don't think we need the extra range. The distance that like, cause we always say we go to uh, a place in Wisconsin almost every, a couple times a year. Right. That's about. 300 miles away. Yeah. You're not getting there on one charge. No. Either way. No matter what electric car you buy right, right. now. So it's really going to be, I'm taking <clears throat> Izzy to school. I'm going to the grocery store. Or you're meeting somebody, you know, or you guys are going to dinner somewhere. It's really just... Around town. The around town car. And, and it's going to be for that. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since it's summer. We're, we're coming up on like the summer holidays. As soon as Memorial Day hits, gas is going to get insane again. Well, and it's gonna, and that's gonna, you know, because you guys will be mostly using that car. That's going to dramatically reduce your trips to the gas station. Well, and the other thing I didn't think of, I didn't think of it until we were actually sitting and like signing for the car. I don't have to worry about oil changes with that either. Yeah, no oil changes, no emission tests. Um, I was reading today that because of the braking technology that recaptures the electricity. Um, the brakes don't wear down as fast. That's nice. Um, so <clears throat> it's, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it, there's some upfront costs yeah. that can make it a little scary, right? Yeah. Cause having to put in a new line in the house and everything, I mean, you don't have to, but if you want it to charge quickly, you kind of have to. What, and where I, I kind of kept coming to on this was too, was like, I'm con, I'm convinced that electric vehicles are here to stay. So if I'm right about that, at some point we're going to have to pay to have that done. Mm -hmm. So may as well get it done sooner rather than later. Get it done sooner and get the money. Right. Well, and the big three are like bought in. So right. It's here to stay. Yeah. So and just think of how many people, and this doesn't have anything to do with cars, but think of the amount of houses that you drive by now that you see that have, like, solar panels and shit. Yeah. 
Especially like it's in the last five years that's dramatically raised. Well, solar, solar, yeah. I mean, solar's something I want to look at, um, to not this year, but no, know. no, no, no. We're spending enough money this yeah, year. This year yeah, this year. But at There's some a point, few other things we're also doing this year, and it's like okay, we're moratorium on the on the spending now. Yeah. Until next year. No. So it's it's you know there's. Uh, solar's something I want, and so some. It was interesting. I, I was talking with folks on my my run today about it, and they brought up a regular talking point that um, people who are hesitant to buy electric cars always bring up is, um, well, you know, it's the the power all still comes from coal and oil, and they're not wrong about that. But there are things that you you don't. There are things that don't get brought up in media um, enough about like what, what they're called are like urban hotspots. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have cars that are sitting there emitting smoke, I and they generally burn less efficiently than mass scale. I mean, you, if you can get, if you can, even if you, even if all you replace. Um, all cars, and you're churning out all that power out of gas and coal. You're still going to end up with better living conditions sure. in cities. You're still going to be more efficient on the whole. And the other thing, the other counter argument to that is, well, okay, but if people don't start adopting it now, when we do figure out better uh, renewable energy sources. Um, it's going to take years and years and years to actually convert because you're still going to have people out there, way too many people driving gas vehicles. My biggest thing, because this that, that is important, this is going to just drastically reduce our fuel costs. Yeah. I think it says on the car, on the sticker, it was like 650 is what yeah. it would cost to keep it charged. Well, and... And, and what are you paying gas? And I know we did, that yeah. Civic wasn't our primary car... But, I mean, it was definitely more than six hundred and fifty dollars a year to keep it gassed up easily. Yeah, probably. I mean, probably fill that thing, you know, twice a month. Forty bucks a, a can, you know. Well, but you, but that's not even really the fair comparison. No, the it's fair, not. The fair comparison is how much you're spending compared to gas overall, mm-hmm. because yeah. you're you're replacing all that. Like, I would imagine now what's going to happen is your escape is only really going to get used when someone's out in the leaf and someone else needs to go somewhere. That or... Or you're driving, like, to Wisconsin, like you said, or something. Or if Bob's got a race a little further out and he needs the space to bring his shit. So, here's an interesting thing that somebody... um, I was... So I was talking about this on my running group and there's another guy who is um he he's he he keeps track of a lot of shit. Um so he said last month I spent 4749 uh $47.49 um on uh powering his electric vehicle. Uh mostly at home with a supercharger stop. That forty-seven dollars and forty-nine cents of electricity 
drove him 1,238 miles. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is three times cheaper than gas, at least. Yeah. You know, so it's... Yeah, because it's like 50 to fill up the Escape. Yeah, and the the Escape will get about 400 miles of range. And, And it's not even just like... I mean, obviously... It being cheaper to run the vehicle is the factor. But the other major factor is the convenience of never having to go to a gas station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, I think what's going to end up happening for you guys, really, like we kind of talked about, is you're probably going to have to consciously think to yourself every once in a while, someone needs to go drive the escape somewhere just so the car runs. I think you're going to be using the leaf so much. Like, I mean, there's definitely times where, like, I go out and then, like, or I have the baby and then, like, or you, like, there's times we're both out. We're both out, yeah. Like, a couple times a week that happens. So the escape will still get used, just not to the frequency that it's used now. Or, like, you've been. We need to go. We need to go get mulch. It's weeping quietly in the garage. You know, I'm not gonna dirty up the back of the leaf. Sure for that well or, you can fit more in the escape too yeah although that the that the leaf has a surprise no it's got a nice little super trunk. deep yeah. yeah super deep i think that's the reason it's a hatchback because otherwise there'd be like no storage <laughs> yeah i mean in it, it, it's it's i think it's gonna be a great little car i'm really um I'm pleased with the purchase yeah and uh, interesting so i had gotten a you know, approved for a loan with USAA and Nissan beat the the USAA's terms, which was surprising. Um, I was, I was genuinely surprised. Now, originally they said they were going to match USAA's terms. Did they Uh, come in a little lower? They did. Oh, sweet. And I don't know if someone screwed up or whatever, whatever, but the paperwork we signed, it was a, it was a 10th of a percent lower. So sweet. Um, but you know, and and so when they when they said they would match USAA's terms, it was like okay, because if you come with like outside financing, it's annoying because you don't necessarily get to walk out of the dealership with the car that day because the money's got to move. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I was very happy, like just how that played out. Um, we also got a decent amount for the Civic. We got more than I expected. I was surprised. I thought because uh, with the air conditioning broken, it needs a new windshield, as I discovered. Oh, so you you remember I pointed out the crack in the windshield? Yeah. So I went to Walmart and I got um, the kit to fill in the crack. And those work really well, generally. Um the problem is I went to go fill it in and because I mean like everything I've read about trading in a vehicle is like you don't fix any of the major stuff. Um, it's not worth it. Just hope for the best. But clean it up. Take care of like tiny cosmetic stuff because that makes it it puts the people who have to deal with it in a better mood. Yeah. So it helps you out. So so I was like, okay, the the kit to do the windshield is like thirteen bucks. This is worth it. So I go I go to start doing it, and I start looking at the windshield more closely, and I didn't get hit with a rock. 
I got hit with a shotgun blast. It just most of it was so small that I didn't, I did never seen it until I was literally looking for it, looking down at it, like filling in the other crack. And it was like it, there must have been at least two dozen tiny cracks throughout that windshield. Well, and once they start, they just keep spreading. Yeah. So like none of them had really grown. And I have to assume that's because that car just wasn't driven that much, but because um, that happened over the winter, um, or maybe it was before the holidays. We got to look at the escape too, because I think that chunk that we got fixed it looks like it's starting to to spread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fine. That would be five hundred dollars. Yeah, but the leaf. I mean, you know, I was only in it for like twenty minutes or something, but uh, I mean, this you know seemed comfortable. Mm-hmm. The interior was nice. Had some good pickup on acceleration. Um, so, you know, the console seemed fine. Seemed nice. I mean, the only point I dinged it was it only had two cup holders. I mean, that's pretty mediocre. I mean, it had if a Chevy probably would have had like at least four. Yeah. You know. Well, there are the two cup holders in the front, and then there are two cup holders in the back. And there's two on the door. That's it. Does it count? Erica, do you agree with me? The door cup holder doesn't count. It's useless. Because nothing actually stays there. No. Like, every now and again, if I finish, like, my, that my, would not stay my water there. The guy, moment you accelerate, it would fall over. Oh, no, no, but I, it has to be finished. It has yeah. to be done. I cannot put it in there with water, or else I will have a mess on my hands. Yeah, yeah. So those right. don't count. <laughs> They're out. It's really just for cramming shit in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, shit you well, never want to see again. So that was the funny thing. I cleaned out the Civic, and, um, you know, and, and I, I really cleaned it good, and I was like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, maybe I should clean my car more often because this was like, it actually feels kind of nice in here That right center now. console of the Civic was disgusting. It was. I don't even know how it got that way. Well, I have no idea. I'm not, in, I'm not in it that often or wasn't in it that often. It was like, woof. I must have spilled something in there. Maybe, man, because it was gross. No, but. you know what it really is? It's food. And I'm not saying like Bob's eating in his car every three seconds or something. But, but when is. you no 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 I have no I have no idea really but once you bring food into a car shit's just gonna get everywhere it mm-hmm. is what it is man you bite into something the salt goes flying out you know what I mean yeah like it's just it is what it's it done. is it's done like there's no avoiding it it's, if you don't bring food in the car it's probably gonna stay pretty clean you'll just get dust but the moment you bring food in you're gonna get crumbs everywhere yeah you're done ski but yeah. So are you proclaiming the Leafs going to stay, like, really nice looking? No. I would never make such a foolish assertion. Um, but I, I will say, I, th- I I think it's one of those things we probably should be better about. And actually, we're not going to – we'll never be the people who clean it monthly or – no, but I was but, getting in the habit of like every couple of months, especially with the baby, you got to just get into the escape and like vacuum it out yeah. and just yeah. toss out some of the shit well, that's it, in there. It's always going to be cluttered. Yeah. I know there's always going to be, it's not never going to not look lived in. You know what makes a huge difference is just going over the dash with the armor all. Mm-hmm. Just squirting squirt a little shine. on there and mm-hmm. just, that, that just makes such a huge difference. Um and it, it just—it's like one of those things. Like you just—it just gets pushed so far down the list of stuff to do. Sure. So, but, um, no, I'm, yeah, I know. What do you want? 
Annoy me. Can That's I lick my balls so that everyone can hear it? <laughs> I was doing it over there. I don't know if the mic was picking it up, though. So, yeah, I, I mean, so, you know, what what was this? Like a, a two-week turnaround from when I drove my friend's car, and I was like, hmm. Well, I as, as we all know, if you've been a long-time listener of this podcast, once the idea enters Bob's mind, that's it. And it's conceivable. I will, it has to be conceivable. I will say we have been talking about this since last year. Yeah. Well, and this what is he, a discussion that we have been having. Yeah, and what it, what it just came down to was we were, you know, I didn't want to fix the air conditioning in the Civic. That was the biggest thing because that was going to be a couple thousand dollars. That's and, not worth it. And no, it's not. it's not worth it. And I didn't want, yeah, because what I went, because remember when it, we first found that issue, I took it to Firestone. And they wanted an absurd amount. They wanted of money. two grand to fix it, mm-hmm. and then we went to we went to a local place, a lo- and they did fix it, and it stayed fixed for a little while. And then it broke again. But then it broke again. Right. So, you know, could they fix it again for like the six hundred, seven hundred, fifty? But I don't want to keep doing that. No. No, I, want I don't. A new car. I just yeah, it's and just the way it shook out. The Civic was what was it a oh seven. 08. It was an old car. So yeah. it was getting to the point where it was like the escape's not getting any younger, the Civic's not getting any younger, yeah. and I don't want to have two car payments at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So let's take care of the Civic while we can, and then, you know, when the escape starts going, especially if we're not going to be driving it as much, um, it'll yeah. last a little longer. Yeah. So... Though as long as you take care of your car, like my dad just sold a... a He's thinking of going electric too. He just sold his car, and I think that one was 14 years old. I think yeah. he said, and there was just a little rust at the bottom. Ran well, some, great. Some cars are just really well made, right? I mean, yeah. well, and you actually, take care of it too. Yeah, and actually, it tends to be your mid-range vehicles are the ones that kind of last the longest, mm-hmm. or that seem to be the most well built. Like you know, like stuff like Audis and things like that. Like you're gonna spend time. You know, getting things fixed. No, I think as long as you do the regular maintenance, you get your oil changes, you take care of it, car will last you a long time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like the old the old gag. Like, some of those Camrys Toyota made, they'll be going in the apocalypse, no problem. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, um... That was the only... I was a little sad when I saw that that Prius Prime was a two-door. Because that's in the price range with these with the Leaf and with the... Uh-huh. With the Bolt... And it looked like a nice car, but it's just, it's a two-door. It's yeah. like, for you guys, that's We kinda, can't have a two-door right that's now. That's not really, that's a non-starter. Once she's a little older and she, when she's not in a car seat, I'm not dealing with a car seat in a two-door. Yeah, no, no. that sounds horrible. I'm just not going to deal with the two-door. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't like a two-door like, in general. Yeah. Um, what? Oh. This is a sports car. I, I forget what you were. Well, yeah, that's I, what the Prime kind of looks like if you look it up. Right. It kind of looks like a sports car. Mm. Is it it their electric option? I think it's all electric. Yeah, I think it's the Prius, but it's all electric. Um, Yeah, no. uh, Well, you know, it was funny because I even said it to the the finance lady at um, Nissan. Who was a delight, by the way. She was really nice. She had. Well, so that's. I'm glad this came up because I have I have a comment in general, but by. So it was really funny when we went to the finance lady because one, um, I said, you know, it was just shocking to me that Ford didn't have an option in the thirty thousand dollar price range to compete with the Bolt and the Leaf. Um, it, it just you you got to go up to fifty five to get something. That's weird. 
it yeah. It's weird. No, it's very, very weird. I mean, Ford's focus was on the F-150. That company would would go bankrupt without the F-150. It is how much no vehicle, there's no vehicle on the planet that sells as well as the F-150. It is the top vehicle in the world, um, or at least in the United States. But um, so they, so I understand why they focused on the F one fifty first. But, but you it, can't develop two cars concurrently. Oh, they did the Mustang. But that's another high priced vehicle. Exactly. Like it's it's shocking to me they didn't go. They haven't put out. Um, like what did I say to you? Like an electric Escape. Yeah. I mean, they have the plug in electric Escape, but that's a forty thousand dollar vehicle. So, but, um, so one of the things I was thinking, so it was, it was fun. Cause like you get to the, you get to the finance lady and by the time you're actually sitting down with the finance person, there's really only one final upsell that they try and hit you with. And that's on the, the extended warranty packages. Right. Um, by, by, and that's it. So. You, 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 there really wasn't a lot of upselling happening. There was well, there's not a lot of features. No, I know, but that's yeah. fucking nice. Yeah. Um. So you know, there it was. So it's it's nice. It was nice. We you know we sat down with her. She was really nice. We you know we we're like, okay, here's like seventeen. You know, all everything over here we have zero interest in, and you know got out of there pretty quick and had a nice conversation. So the guy, the the sales guy. Who he was a nice guy. He was. He yes. was. But it it is just so comical to me how good depictions in media of car salesmen is. It is just spot on. Because like so we're sitting People can there. write their experiences. Yeah, I mean it's just perfect. It's like and it's true, right? Like cuz everyone like almost anyone who's driven has bought or has bought a car has had this experience so it makes sense that it's been it's portrayed very well but it's it's comical to me how like accurate it always is because like so he took a you know we we go in uh on friday night and you you know you take a look at it and you know we're like okay we're at least gonna sleep on it um, we made sure we got his name so we could come back and give him, you know, try and get him. And, you know, he, he starts with the hearts. Oh, you know, we've sold like a bunch of these and it might not be here by tomorrow. It'll it's be like, here in the morning. It's, it's like, not okay. too, not, there's no one in here right now. We'll be okay. Yeah. So, and, and, okay. And he's going to do that. So we come back the next day, uh, after sleeping on it and, uh, he we we're sitting we you know we we say okay we decided yes we want it let's move forward with this and then there's this whole like seven minute video we have to sit there but it was a bunch of like well there's all the there was all oh, the, you're talking about the yeah yeah, yeah yeah so there's this there's this warranty package for like the paint and a and like the, the the interior diamond something diamond whatever. something right now what we came to find out is that this is not an optional package like it's already on the car it's on the car so i was like don't call this an accessory 
if it's not an option. Because it's the, baked in. It's well, baked in. Because right. it, 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 I guess it, it, I guess it's the point of it is there's this, there's this extra clear coat they put on. So, and if you get the clear coat, you get the warranty. So, like it's not like it, it's not like something they they're they can add on. Like if you want the car, you have to buy it. So we just, you know, he brings over the paper with the offer. Right. And we sit there, we talk about it for a minute and we're under the impression that this package is optional. Right. right? Like we don't, we, he did not explain very well to us that. Well, it was under accessories. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's an accessory. Right. I don't want it. So we're like, yeah. And he was like, oh no, it's already on the car. And we were kind of like, oh, 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 okay. But then he walks away. So, well, what I said to him, so he he, he worked out, you know, finance was like, yeah, we'll give him the better rate. Um, we'll match USAA's rate, uh, whatever. Um, and it, it, this, that, and the other. And so, you know, he comes back and... And what I said to him was like, okay, if you're ma- if you match the terms, you know, we're, we're willing to switch, but we really don't want this accessories package. We don't, we don't think it's worth it basically. And I want the all weather mats. Well, I think he may have took us saying it's not worth it as we were going to walk if something didn't happen with the accessories package, which I'm fine with. Oh, I'm fine with it too. So he, so, so we, yeah, we, so we're, we're just not on the same page. Right. So he walks away again. And, and the, the Alex, the look he gives is pretty amazing of like, Oh, Oh shit. I don't, I don't know if we can do, I'm going to have to go see what they can approve. And, and it's that that like that happened, and all I could think is this is this that you see this in movies. Well, and he TV was sitting there like, no, we, we want the car. The time. Like this isn't a deal breaker by any stretch. Well, do you remember what I said to you? I said, You're just presenting it as it's an option, right? And, and then you know, as soon as he walked away, I was like, I was like, he's got to be relieved because he knows this is a done deal, right? He's gonna come back with. They're gonna they're gonna do whatever they're like b- literally whatever he brings back with on that paper we're gonna be like okay yeah I mean that's you know it, it's the, the deal's done he's just got to give us the final offer but we ended up getting what was it the the all weather mats yeah he was also confused about yeah well and that was hysterical we had like like asking for the all weather mats is a just very common thing like. If you don't ask for the all-weather mats when you're buying a car, you're an idiot. You should ask for the all-weather mats. Always ask for them. But he was like, no, there's mats in the car. And Bob was like, no, I know there's mats in the I want, car. I want the all-weather. All I want the all-weather. Yeah. It was It was just really... It was this two-second back and forth that was hysterical. Yeah. And then, yeah, we ended up getting those, and then they took... They said... they. It ended up, like, taking, like, $1,200 off the price... Um, and we were like, okay. <laughs> and, and I guess that that brought it down to cost is what they said, and it's like, I don't care. It's got twelve hundred dollars off the car. Yeah, so great. cool. So, Love it. I, I mean, in, in the, at the end of the day, um, I I was happy with the deal. I, I it seemed fair. Oh no, yeah. Um, Always ask. The worst they can tell you is no. Yeah. No, it was it was and, take it from a sourcing uh, someone who worked in sourcing for a long time. Yeah. Always ask. Yeah, I mean, if you if you really want the vehicle, or you really want thing, 
you know, they want to sell you thing. They're not going to sell it to you if they're not going to make money on it. So like you'll get to, you'll get to a point, but never pay MSRP. No, (laughs) don't be a sucker. (laughs) Especially. Oh, so that was one of the interesting things. A lot of those bolts were selling above M- or were listed above MSRP. Well, because of demand, you can't keep them on the lot. Yeah, yeah, it's it was nuts. Yeah, that's and, interesting. Now, which is weird because you usually see that with like high end sports cars, like when that last Challenger was released, like dealerships are charging double MSRP, and people are paying it gladly. Oh. But, um, so it's, yeah, no, I I mean, as far as a car buying experience, it was actually, we, we were there for eons. I think we're actually still there. We're having this conversation. We were there for at least five hours. (laughs) And when we bought the escape, it was not that long. I I timed it. We were there about three and a half hours. Was it felt like five? Yeah. It it felt like forever. Oh, that's right. Cause I, yeah. Okay. No, that's why. You know what was a pretty quick experience, Bob, was when we went to the drive-thru at Portillo's. You motherfucker. Was that the night I went to the movies? Nine minutes. Yeah. We're so to catch everyone up. One of Bob's (laughs) contentions is the drive-thru at Portillo's, which, if you don't live in the general Chicagoland area, is a kind of a it's a fast food place, but it's more like. It's not like you're going to McDonald's and you're out of there in like 30 seconds or something. The food quality is a step up from that. Right. Yeah. And there are Portillo's other places now, aren't there? There, they are. Not a lot. Some in other. They're generally in places where there's a lot of Chicago transplants, which makes sense. Yeah. But they are expanding, right? They're they're making more and more Portillos. Yeah. Well, I mean, Portillo's was sold to Berkshire Hathaway, uh, which is Warren Buffett, Um, and then they went public. Yeah. Um, so they're they're gonna they're they're yeah. gonna try to get it everywhere. Sure. Yeah. Um, you gotta pay for that stupid yacht. Oh, he's paid for that yacht. The top dog. He's got but, he's got all of his money. I think he. I can't remember what Buffett bought it for, but it was. Oh, is that Buffett's yacht? No, that's not Buffett's yacht. That's Dick Portillo's. Oh, yacht. okay, okay. I'm getting confused. Yeah, but he doesn't own the company anymore. No, that's he's right. Just, that's right. That's right. He's just he was uh, able to buy the yacht. He's just riding high. And that was that was great. What angered my blood up was the fucking Michigan State guy that had the yacht, the Michigan State oh, coach. Oh yeah. So it's like, you shouldn't have yacht money, sir. But anyway, different conversation. Uh, yeah. So eat the rich. The <laughs> indeed. I contend that most of the time I go to Portillo's, I'm in and out of the drive-thru pretty quickly. Now, I'll personally probably never use the drive-thru again if I'm by myself because they only take credit cards now and I like to pay in cash. But uh, I go to the drive-thru with Bob and Bob, and you've said the same thing as well, is every time you go to the drive-thru, it's brutal. Like you're waiting 20, 30 minutes. You're in there forever. And I would expect to wait longer for sure, like around like prime time around. And it, it depends time. on what time you lunch time maybe. And there's a lot of times if the line is insanely long, it's like okay, I'm just not getting Portillos today. Then well, I'll go yeah. another day. Yeah. Um, but you guys had been like, no, we're we want Portillos. We want Portillos. So, we're going to Portillos. 
We go, and so it was I'm a like, Friday at like I would it was, say it was a Friday like right before six. I mean, this is like peak peak hours. This is right, pretty much peak hours. Yeah. Well, and and my my assumption was that this is gonna take a while, and to the point that I, you know, we we left. We're like we're probably not gonna be back in time. Well, no, right? Because you so were you'll taking, have to take the other car, which was fine. I was, was like, like, I was going to see the uh, uh, the D and D movie, yeah. which we'll talk about in a minute. So. So I was we like, okay, go. bye. We'll see you when I get home, whatever. And we even time it. When we entered the drive-thru, we start the timer. <laughs> We're out of there. Get the And, by the way, I order a burger, which is something they have to actually make, sure. right? Like, this isn't like a hot dog where they're just like... Pulling it they out, just have it in the steamer throw, tray. Right. They're burgers. They I don't know if I don't know if it's a par baked situation. They probably it's probably like going through one of those like it pulls through one of the broilers or whatever. Maybe I'm not sure how I they do know. their burgers. But um, it's not like they, it's not the, sitting there. The burger is one of the things though. You generally get parked and have to wait for the burger sure. if you order a burger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ordered a burger, trying to give Bob help. I want a burger. I'm like, you know what? This will cause us to have to wait longer. We get out of there in like nine minutes and 10 seconds or something. Bob could have died. Well, I was shocked. Cause, well, one, he texted me as you guys were on the way home. No, he called. He called you. Did you call me? That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll wait for the escape. Cool. Yeah. And that was why I was like, we're going to be home in like five minutes. So yeah, I was shocked. And too. they botched something. They gave me a Diet Coke instead of a regular Coke, and I had to ask for them to fix that. They fucked something up, and we were still out of there quick. Yeah. I will say, though, the longest I've ever waited in a drive-thru was not at a Portillo's. It was at a Starbucks. I was coming back from uh, a trip to Wisconsin with a friend, and we were like, let's stop. We're tired. We'll get a little coffee. 35 minutes in this drive-thru, Alex. (laughs) We're sitting there like, did someone die? Yeah, is, someone, <laughs> is someone getting plowed on the produce? Like, what like, the fuck happened? I'm on like the Discord. Like, I don't know. Some, yeah. Something happens. There's something amiss in this Starbucks. A machine exploded. Yeah. Things, things have gone awry. Now what's going to happen, what's going to be funny, though, is the next time Bob's going to go to a Portillo's by himself, he's going to wait 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I've had such, uh, I've had so many times I've gone to Portillo's and it's just been forever to get to that line. And, uh, and even if you go in, like there's a billion people inside too. And it doesn't go any faster. <laughs> we went in recently. We order separately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I get my food in like fucking two seconds. Like, my food, I literally pay at the cashier, walk over, and they're basically handing me my food. Well, then what did he order? Bob, Bob had to wait at least another five minutes after me. At least, yeah. And I didn't. I even actually had you look at my receipt to be like... What did I order that caused this? Yeah. <laughs> we all know what caused it. It's the sins of the father, Bob. And you are the one who is paying. So everyone, everyone always thinks like we're overblowing this or we're making this up. No, Bob's cursed. No, Bob is, gets the cur- It's the sins of the father. And the only time Bob doesn't get to be cursed is if we ordered something together. Then the curse seems to dissipate or at least be reduced. But if we order <laughs> separately at the same place. See, that's the trick. You shouldn't even allow me to do that. If we order separately at the same place, Bob will get fucked. Yep. We went out to dinner on Friday, and I thought everything went 
the drinks took a little long to come out, but that was weird, and that was a little annoying. Um, it wasn't like, but it wasn't yeah. deal breaking. But I think stretch. the problem is also is the universe knows Bob has no patience. <laughs> So the check took a little to, long to get to, oh, and I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, he's gonna up. start getting hot. He's gonna start getting impatient. <laughs> I didn't think the check took long. Yeah, I thought it did a little bit. Hmm. I mean, I don't care. I'll sit forever. I don't give a shit. I will linger. But well, no, that's weird. I didn't have that thought at all. Oh, hmm. um, it, it's it's a good thing because you know what it was. Bob was dreaming about going to the store to look at his stool. Dude, the tunes in that Lowe's that night were fucking popping off, man. It was great. It was like classic 90s, uh, uh, early 2000s, oh, which is all terrible music. Wait, was that Lowe's or was that the car dealership? No, it was at Lowe's. Lowe's had good music. Oh, no, no, no. It was the car dealership that had like the millennial alternative, like right where you want to be playlist. Yes. It was uh, Lowe's that had like... 80s, 90s. I did not notice the music at Lowe's. Oh, I was like jamming at out all? at the Lowe's. I had an old fashioned in me. They started playing uh, Whitney Houston. I was like, let's go. <laughs> no, yeah, I ain't. Huh. And yeah, the stool. What was. I read a story. We'll go back to the stool, but you just reminded me. I read a story about some theater production where I think they. Part of it is they sing some Whitney Houston song, I think. I can't remember what I was reading about, and I could be wrong. There's but so whatever, many like jukebox but, musicals, though, so it's wh- entirely whatever possible. Whatever the production was, every time they would have the show, people would tr- start trying to sing along to the song. Well, this is the problem, Alex. And and, just, uh, and, and they kept having to like stop. They, they literally like, stopped the up. show, and they were like, stop singing along. And they had to eject people. I have been to Broadway shows like in the city. Where, like, I went and saw, and this is a very long time ago, but I went and saw Rent. And literally everyone around me was singing along with the songs. And I'm sitting there like... I'm not here to hear you I'm not here for you fuckers. I'm here to hear the original fucking, uh, what was it? Mark and what's the other guy's name? I can't remember. I can't remember. Because I'm not a huge fan of Rent. But, no, you've definitely been to shows where it's like... No, 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 Like, if I can contain myself at, like, Les Mis and not sing along, y'all can keep your mouth shut. Or Phantom, for example. You know, um, I saw the new movie from the director of Your Name is in theaters now, and it's, like, Susume or something, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, ooh, this might interests me to go to a theater and then I could maybe tell Erica like we go cry together in the theater I'll be really <laughs> go weep quietly it'll be and, em- it'll be and awkwardly together but yeah. then I'm looking at all the theaters and it's all playing the dub and I'm like I don't want to see the dub I'm not I going see, to the theater for the I want to see the original performance absolutely not that's odd because you'd think at least like someone would show it subtitled like even in uh, like the city at like the music box or there's that theater I don't even know if it's still there on um, diversity and Broadway over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes they would show stuff that was that was subbed. But no, I'm not going to the theater for a dub. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, so nah. they almost had my money, but they squandered it. These fools. You know, I was very happy to give my money to the D&D movie. What mm-hmm. a delight, Alex. Yeah, did you have a good time? A delight from start to finish. What I really appreciated 
is they really nailed the D&D nonsense of it all. Like, it genuinely felt like these idiots were, like, sitting around a table and making plans that were like, well, we'll see if it works. <laughs> you could actually feel the dice rolls, and I very much appreciated that. Uh, uh, Chris Pine is a delight in, like, everything he's in. So Chris, that, Pine's, Chris Pine's always good. That wasn't surprising. I like Michelle Rodriguez. I know she's not, like... She's fine. Everybody's cup of tea, but as, mm-hmm. like, the quiet, like... She's one of our listeners' cup of tea. <laughs> Barbarian, covered in, covered in tattoos, like That's his type. chick who's gonna be like beating the shit out of people. Outstanding. It was fun. Yeah, she can she can play a believable tough chick, even yeah. though she's like tiny. <laughs> fun movie though, and it's like that's all I want. All I want is to have an enjoyable time at the theater. Yeah, it doesn't. Every movie doesn't have to be fucking Shakespeare. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Some things can just be fun. I just want to have a good time. I don't want to feel like I wasted seventeen dollars, which is how much it fucking cost. You by know, the by. By the way, you were talking about last time we um, last time we did the podcast. You were talking about John Wick four, and just randomly on my YouTube feed, I got recommended like from the first John Wick. The whole you know uh, they keep telling me I'm back. Keep people keep asking me if I'm back. That speech, and it's like. This dude in this scene talked more than he has in John Wick 2, 3, and 4 combined. I haven't seen 4, <laughs> but I'm just assuming he basically spends the whole movie not saying a word. He doesn't say much. <laughs> and it's like, what happened to his personality? Like, that's that's one of the things that I hate. It's like, I know it's like we're going to talk about Commando again. Well, what did I say he's earlier? So that's great. the descriptor yeah, for the he's podcast. He's so great in that movie. Like, he has so much personality and, and a fucking Predator and stuff like that. And that's the thing that I feel like The Rock doesn't understand about his movies. And I think Keanu's lost it in these recent John Wick's movies is, you know, people are here more than anything for your charisma, right? And if you write the movie or direct the movie or perform in the movie in such a way that your charisma doesn't come through, well, why are you in this movie then? Especially in an action movie, right? Yeah. It's just those the John Wick charisma movies, is carrying an action. Movie. Those John Wick movies are the very like clinical definition of diminishing returns. Oh yeah, because everything after they that first one, the first one is just like this is like the platonic ideal of like an action movie. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's great. You've got there's not it, it, there's a plot, but it's not like overly complicated. Very simple. He's got great charisma. There's some great lines in there. The action is wonderful and fresh. It really felt like. And then you just start getting into those sequels, and it's like, what are we doing? So what I found interesting about John Wick 2 is... And I've only watched it, like, the one time, mm-hmm. so I don't remember a ton about it. What, but... I, what I do remember about John Wick 2 so was that they... you know, I remember that feeling of, like, okay, it wasn't as good as one, but... They set up this really cool world and, um, you know, maybe we want to see more about this. And 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 then it, you know, three just very much underdelivered. Well, it started to collapse under the weight of your own mythology. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this stuff was cool and like little like nuggets. Yeah. But then when we really start to dig into it, nah. Yeah, but we I, did say all would be forgiven if we just bring in the entire It's Always Sunny cast if they true. end up doing five. Oh. Like, Danny DeVito needs to be I, one of the people at the high table. As a aside, um, Alex, we came up with a great idea. Okay. We want a, a an entire season of It's Always Sunny where it, the cast just 
each episode is them doing their take on a different movie. And I feel like we're deep enough into the show where they could do that. I feel I should be getting some sort of royalty. You should. I introduced you to this show. Well, you didn't introduce him. No. You introduced me. Was he watching it, though? Or was he bobbing it? Did he watch, like, one episode? No, you had watched a fair amount of it. Oh, yeah. I used to watch Sunny. You so fell Sunny, off. Yeah, Sunny's a weird one. Sunny's, like, when when I get away from it, like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. But, you know, it, it when you started watching it and you really got it. Well, it, because we were deep in the Charlie Day brain rot throws. Right. Yes. So, um, I and, I mean... That is, it's a bizarre show because they're just such horrible people. And like, I think for me, I just have like, there's a, there's a limit on how much I can watch about horrible people. No, see, I think it's, I think it's like, see, there's horrible people. When it's a show about horrible people doing horrible things to like good people, that gets dreary, right? And you eventually, like, it would be like, hey, it's it's like watching WWE, where, like, the heel is just always winning nonstop. Right, and you're just like, why am I bothering And you're like, this? okay, this is just making me depressed all the time. So did they end up but, like, literally rubbing Cody's face and shit at some point? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You know, I don't really I don't know if you were keeping it, but, track. But um, it's, and it's always sunny. It's horrible people doing horrible things to all their horrible friends. So it's all horrible people horrible in each other. And consistently yeah. taking L's. They don't oh, usually yeah. they yeah. don't usually win. No. No, no. they they There they, was that one where they do that extreme makeover home edition that's especially like because they're doing it to an unsuspecting nice family. Right. And it's like this this is not what I want to be watching. This is like the opposite. And that's like the one episode that I can think of where no, it's, it's like it's funny because they're all terrorizing each other. Like Oh D- yeah. Like D might maybe gets terrorized the most, but she's just as awful as the rest of them. Yes. <laughs> you know, she just has to face the misogyny on top of everything else. <laughs> but it's like, and by the way, you know what? It's just, I just thought about it. I don't know what the timing was on stuff coming out, but if you were, you know, Charlie day fan, you should have gone and seen the Mario movie instead of John wick. Here's the thing that wasn't out yet. When we saw that I need to be at home inebriated when I watch that movie. That is I my think plan. It's probably good. I'm sure it's good. I would like to be home and have had taken an edible. Is how I would like to watch that movie <laughs> with my friends, so that I can talk and laugh and not have to deal with the general viewing public. Mm. Interesting. Or Bob. Mm, Bob wow. can watch it with us if you'd like. Well, I thought you were going to take uh, Izzy at some point to go see it. Yeah, I thought about it. I mean, I've got D&D coming up again in a couple of weeks, so if you wanted to... We'll see. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, from everything that I've heard, it's a delightful viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like it's solid. I figured it would be solid. It's like Nintendo's not going to... This isn't... Well, this, this is isn't, the first... This, this isn't the first, Halo. This is this, the well, first steps this, again. And this isn't like 30 years ago when Nintendo was just trying to like get as much of a foothold in the American market as they possibly could. They've got the foothold. So they kind of let things happen with their IPs that they definitely would not let happen now. And they're not, they're not going to let something come out now. That's bad. There's no way. 
This is yeah. This isn't Microsoft and their clown show approach to everything over there. I did see something that made me laugh today, though. Apparently, you know that Italian comedian my parents really like. Yes. He apparently auditioned for Mario. Yeah. But he went in not with like his normal like this is how I'm Italian and I speek this way. He was doing like the it's a me like that, and they were like, "Okay, that's great. You you may go." But it, it's but, his fault we got Chris Pratt. But anyone without a name wasn't getting that job. No, 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 no. They no. Chris Pratt was it, to me. I'm guessing Chris Pratt was always going to get that job. Someone just chose him. It was like I was reading. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong in that, I think. And he was like, oh, well, I don't do voices. Like, when they came and wanted him to do the movie, he's like, I don't do voices. So, I'll, I mean, I'll be in the movie, but I'll, I'll, be, I'll, just be, gonna be, I'll be me if that's right. what you want. And I'm going it's to like, smoke so much weed, it's going to make you guys, like... So, I mean, that's just... But that's just an example of, like, he was just like... It's like, oh, right. you could just have this role. Right. Like, it is not, Seth Rogen. Yeah, we're not... Really, the only one putting any effort in, from what I understand, was Jack Black. It did sound like he was trying. Everything I've heard is he's just a delight from start to finish. But that's just the man. Yeah, I don't think he could. You're right there, Chief. Oh, Bob moved weird. <laughs> Bob moved weird. He fucked his leg up. What's wrong? Hip? Knee? Um, Quad? I saw something there, Bob. You can't hide it. And it happened on the podcast. I think my favorite Jack Black performance was Tropic Thunder, though. <laughs> Because everybody's just everybody's, everybody's just everyone yeah. killed it in Tropic Thunder. Even even Tom Cruise being a fucking lunatic can't ruin Tropic Thunder for me. He was even great in that. Um, what happened, Bob? You in pain? What's happening? Nothing happened. That's a that's a damn dirty lie. <laughs> what what did he do now, Erica? No, I just Tell saw me. he moved and he went. He made no, a face. but what's the current injuries? Because I don't think I get told about the injuries anymore because I'll rip on him for about six months. I don't so, get told anything minor because I'm going to rip on him, too. Okay. So I only hear about the big stuff. Okay, so what happened? I don't know. There was just there was a movement and then a grimace. Bob, are you dealing with any current injuries? Right now, no. <laughs> he's lying. You can just tell he's lying. I'm not. I'm actually, I, I, as far as I know, I'm Except not. for right now when you shifted and I mean, you destroyed your hip. It wasn't my hip. What was it? My groin. <laughs> oh, pulling the hernia. Was so that was there an accidental squishing that happened? Because I know that can happen to you guys sometimes. I no. Okay. You better watch out for the hernia because that's not a fun surgery. No. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about Jack Black the other day too. Like that's the fucking career, man. Right? You've been right, around yeah. for fucking ever. You just pop into shit, and you're like, "Yep, I'm Jack Black." Like and he's I'm not in everything, so he's not working nonstop. But he's made a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Well, and the thing, the the other great thing about being a Jack Black is you're you've never been cast for your appearance, so you can look like whatever you want. Mm -hmm. This isn't like The Rock, where it's like you know people expect The Rock. No, to you're a character actor. Way. That's yeah. that's the dream, man. Working mm -hmm. actor, just. You're in the. You're just that guy. Yep. You want right. to be that guy. All right, Bob. So catch me up here. You went to Lowe's. Uh huh. And you wanted to upgrade your stool situation. Okay. So well, we were at happened? Lowe's because I wanted to look at uh, patio furniture, and we were there, and we just started kind of wandering around because no one else was in this Lowe's because it's yeah. Friday at like eight o'clock at night. People have lives, except for us. So we were wandering. We were like, oh, we could use a couple more things. And we happened to walk past the bathroom section. 
And Bob glances over and he sees this foldable bench type deal mm-hmm. in this shower that they. And had. now I just want to be clear. And Alex, anyone... it looked like they had it set out because they knew he was coming. And I, I just want to say, no matter what Bob buys for the shower, henceforth, stool, seat, bench, whatever. It's always a stool. Oh, obviously. I don't care what the fuck he buys. He could put an actual chair in there. Stool. It's a stool. But Alex, it was like it was like a pop out of a shower. And it was just sitting in the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Waiting for Bob. Waiting for Bob. There were like arrows pointing to it that only lit up once you walked Super in the Super weird. And then he looks over and there's this foldable thing and he was like, <gasps> and then he sat on it and I had to take a picture to send to you. And then Alex was like, just put him out of his fucking misery, please. <laughs> and leave him there as a warning for all other people that want to buy this shit. It was really comfortable. Of course it I, was. You could lean back. Uh, Now, when I folded it down, the immediate thought I had in my head was, is this actually secured well? Like, this is kind of just floating out here. We were sitting there for a minute, so you seemed okay. When I saw it, I immediately (laughs) thought to myself, how much weight can this thing actually hold? I mean, it's a It says it can hold 350 pounds. So you're fucked. (laughs) But I, I really that's would. Hurtful. It's hysterical if you install it because now my friends can ask me again what elderly <laughs> relative is living with you because you have a stool in your shower. Come on. One it's, day. That's the hardest I think you ever <laughs> laughed on this podcast. One day. No, something really got me the last time. What I don't you? remember what oh, it was. Oh, it was when he was going to the doctors, all the various jank doctors, and they were sticking things in them. And... That's a few episodes ago, yeah. The stool popped you pretty good, though. My friend's asking about the stool. That's a long time ago now. That's a few years. No, that's since we've been here. So yeah. yeah less than a year. year. See, I go to the doctor, and they want to do anything. I'm like, get the gas out. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be out. conscious for this nonsense. Bob goes to the doctor. He's like, nah, I pass on any anesthetics. The electrodes, please. Stick them in me <laughs> right in my fucking foot. Let's go. My knee, put it in the bone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's a sick fuck, Erica. He really is. Yeah, I know. Listen, I mean, you just haven't lived until you've had, you know, an electric shock travel down across multiple major joints. I'll continue not living then. Thank you. <laughs> we get you again. <laughs> you going again? Come on, Alex. You don't want just a bunch of needles in your knuckles drawing out blood at, like, the drop level? Like, one no. drop, two drop, three drop? No, I really don't. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Mind you, I've never, ever, ever, ever again had problems with someone drawing blood. They're like, oh, yeah, this is easy. But that guy. Yeah, sure. You went to some back alley doctor. Went to Dr. Nick's upstairs uh, (laughs) medical school. It was was like a portable clinic, like in Kill the Kill. Now, (laughs) now, here... Now, I, I would have definitely bought the the shower bench 
Uh, like he wandered away for a solid ten minutes looking for this fucking thing. Yeah, I they, leaving me to look at lights and rock out to nine. Why hot didn't jams. you just ask someone where it was? was I can't do that. Well, he can't because he's him. Even yeah. though, yeah, but there was it also like no one there. It would have fulfilled all his hopes and dreams. There really wasn't anybody in there. No, there really wasn't. It was pretty dead. Um, but I looked around. I didn't see it. Now, even if I had found it. I wouldn't have bought it because uh, I later looked it up and found out how much it costs. And how bad? What do you think? I have no idea. How bad? Two thirty. Yeah, no. You already got a stool. <laughs> what's I, I forget? What's the rules? What can you just buy without having to get approval? How much money can be spent? Under two. Oh, under it's two. under two. Yeah. Wasn't the Moen one under two? No. I thought. I thought it was like one ninety nine or something. No, I I'm not gonna spend two hundred dollars on that when he's already has a perfectly good stool. I mean, that's nice. And if I was like redoing the it's shower, nice. it's a stool. <laughs> yeah, when you whenever you it's eventually nice. redo the bathroom, Erica, then the stool will get built. You in. know what I really? If you want to do like a bench or something, you know how they sometimes have like the benches built in. Sure. Go to town. Whatever. I never use that shower. I don't fucking care. Well, that's a better look as well than like. What's wrong with the fold down bench? It looks stupid. It's a little stupid. It doesn't look stupid. It the looks... one you the one you saw in the store didn't even match. The shower was white and the bench was wood. Looks stupid. What I'd really like is a steam generator. <laughs> <laughs> to go to the bathroom please don't make me laugh <laughs> what do we always say what does bob always say he doesn't have shame right he doesn't have shame he doesn't but have he, shame but he but has he, guilt he feels which guilt. legitimately doesn't make any yeah, sense it doesn't to make me. Any sense. i think he does feel shame he has talked about the stupid fucking thing before to which i replied you're in a hot shower steam is being generated well okay but if you if you just turn the hot shower on, you're going to use all, like, 50 gallons of water. You do that whenever you take a shower anyway. Yes, I do, because I'm trying to get the steam aspect of it. If you install a steam generator, you can sit in there for, like, a half an hour. Okay, also, also, also you, have a, you have a family. You can't be sitting in the shower... Enjoying the That's why he's sitting in there. For half an hour. You know what just occurs to me? And I don't, I don't mean this in an insulting way. I truly don't. It does. What is taking so long in the shower? Because you don't even have hair to shampoo. Wow. <laughs> That's hurtful. It's relaxing. You ever just get in the shower and just let the water yeah, run? Yeah, so he needs a break from you, you too. This is every This is every shower, though. Yeah, I know because this he needs is every a break shower. From you too. I we're terrible. I completely understand. He sits in the shower too. He just like ponders. he'll sit. He'll just sit in the shower. Use your phone. You know his phone is probably your phone's <laughs> waterproof, right? So he's probably the phone in there has definitely been in the, the bath, but I can't judge him for that because I'll do that sometimes too. I don't know that the, sh- the phone is going in the shower. No, no, I would not bring the phone. In the you shower. know why? I'll tell you why. He would bring the phone in the shower, but he has the case on it. Mm. And the mere effort of having to remove the phone out of the case. Too much. 
is probably enough to make him not bring the phone in the shower. Because <laughs> he doesn't want the, you don't want the case to get wet because then it'll probably get moldy and weird. Yeah, you don't want to have that happen. So, then you got to have it sit out and dry, and then it's like yeah, yeah. That, that's the problem. Is there's too many steps involved. Otherwise, I'm surprised he actually doesn't have like a dedicated shower tablet. <laughs> no, I will say every now and again you do need a good, nice, long hot shower to sure. kind of unwind and relax. Sure, that is every shower for you though. Every shower. Yeah, it's my relaxing You're very quick time. out of the bath. You take like a 15-minute bath, which yes. I think is very weird. <laughs> but Because to me, that's more the... But our bathtub kind of sucks. But it's more... That's the... Okay, I'm, I'm sitting. I'm relaxing. I'm having a little, a little, little soaky soak. And it's great. I feel like I'm being judged. <laughs> you are being judged. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> you know this. Absolutely. This is why I'm do my relaxing at the gym. I just sit there. Oh yeah, you and all the other dudes hanging out in the steam room. Yep. Yep. It's accurate. <laughs> They're usually wearing a towel. I gotta least. say it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. There's so much cum in that steam room, man. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, but that's it's sterilized because it's steam. That's not a place is I it? would go. That's not a place I would go. Oh, no, but the no. steam room's the best. I love the steam room. It's so relaxing. I go in a steam room once per year, and it's when I go to the spa uh, with my friend. And I'm fairly certain they're cleaning that out. Yeah. You, you got to clean it. You got to bleach it, like, every day. Because, I mean, it just grow mold. They're not doing that. Come everywhere. Jizz everywhere. <laughs> Welcome, new listeners. Subtle We're not judging. I'm just saying. Oh no! I'm just saying I wouldn't go in there. No. What are you? What are your thoughts on uh, a sauna versus a steam room? Neither. Neither. Okay. Interesting. Do you like a sauna? I don't like to sit there being hot. Steam room, I at least feel like I'm getting like a nice schwitz. You know. <laughs> Help I don't want like either the, the airflow. Like, well, you got to go take another shower. It's like what a pain in the ass. Well, like I'm almost. This is something I do once per year, and I'm immediately doing it because they got a whole like thing. They call it like the bath cleansing ritual or whatever. Oh. Fucking white nonsense. So you'd have like a, a rinse off shower, then you jump in the in the steam room. You have another shower to cool yourself off, then you jump in the hot tub for a few minutes, and then they've got the the cool the cold pool that you can jump in, and then come back into the hot tub if you want. Mm-hmm. So there, there's like a, a thing, but it's like 15 minutes. If that once a year, I bother with the steam room. Ah, uh, I do the steam room every night if I could. And the steam generator only uses one gallon of water for half an hour. That's not the concern. The concern is you bringing shame to your family. <laughs> How much does this stupid thing cost? You don't want to know. Okay, then it's never happening. No, no, no. L- listen, I know it's never happening. Okay. Now nah, he's going to slip it in whenever you guys renovate a bathroom or something. Might be 10 years from now, but it's going to happen. I want the hot tub. That's what I really want. You going to put that in the backyard? Yeah. Where? On the patio? Why not? Oh, so like Erica gets the patio, Bob gets the hot tub, yin and yang, we'll trade. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I tried, Bob. <laughs> no. I just like to say I Go tried. to the gym. 
What do you, uh, Alex? What are your thoughts on an above ground hot tub? Um, there's no way we have not had this conversation on this podcast. At least I think 10 it's acceptable. Times. I think it's acceptable. It's okay. Obviously, doesn't look as nice as in the ground. I mean, in the ground would really be like now you're fancy. Well, I, I'm not trying to listen. He's I, not trying to be fancy. I'm not trying to be fancy. I I like the above ground hot tubs because you get the nice fiberglass interior. You get the like the molded seats that you can lay in. Let me ask you: Are there have you looked? Are there any rules about stuff like that around here? Because I know there's no way there's not. Because I know um, you cannot have above ground pools around here. I think unless in like certain spots, maybe. But I'm pretty like if you have a if if you want a pool in this town, I think it needs to be in ground pretty much for most people. I wonder what if there's any there's rules around hot tubs. Definitely a couple above ground pools in the neighborhood. Yes, there are. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they better hope no one gets called. Well, no, I, I like I've seen it in the code. Like you can have it. It's just got to be usually there's a certain you got to be a certain uh, a distance away from the house. Mm-hmm. There's rules around them, and you can't have like electric, electric. Basically, everything that we had in that pool when we lived in Maywood, you cannot do. Yeah, I mean, and because that was a foot from our. <laughs> I remember that pool being like so tiny, but you did have a pool. We had a pool, but it was I, like smashed next to your garage or something, right? It was in a very, very small spot. Yes. <laughs> now, see, none of this matters. Inches though. from the house. None of this matters because um, Erica is. Very um, anti hot tub. So, now, nah, Bob, look, I don't understand how you haven't even figured this out yet. You don't bring up the hot tub, you just buy it one day. If he and- went and spent <laughs> that amount of money without consulting with me, I would run him over with our new car. <laughs> and he wouldn't hear me coming because that fucker's quiet. You know what? I'd get a message back that says, do what you think is right. <laughs> and then you do, then you buy it. Well, that's the dummy's way of doing things. <laughs> the car, actually, that does remind me. The car is weird to be in because it it's not like noiseless, right? There's a noise. But it just doesn't like, sound as you expect a car to sound. Because I haven't been in an electric car before, and I don't know if they're all like this or not. But there's almost like a coil whine, like a GPU or something. There's something strange. I mean, it wasn't, like, annoying or anything. It didn't bother me, but it's definitely a different sound. Yeah, for sure. Still a lot quieter, though, than, oh, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. But. You hot wouldn't tub. even think to fucking show up. Hey, honey, I bought a hot tub. Because you know I would, like, beat you to death with a tack hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know what a tack hammer is? No, but I figure it the fuck out. If it's used for blunt killing. <laughs> for blunt tra- blunt force trauma. Oh, hot tub. They finish you off by drowning. Because you, you know it. what the best is? This is what you can't replicate at the gym. Hot tub. Now, the gym I go to, the hot tub, is very nice. There's actually two of them. They're gigantic. Filled with cum. Probably. And they're just really nice. So you got, you've got the steam room in the locker room. You've got the giant sauna, the hot tubs. You got a lap pool and a, a recreational pool, so it's it's really nice. And pools are all filled with pee, probably. So oh, without question. So, like, 
you go into what you can't replicate at the gym hot tub though is sitting out at night on a snowy night and letting the snow just fall on you as you're sitting there enjoying an evening in the hot tub. Yeah, but it doesn't snow anymore, so... That's true. Hey. <coughs> it's going to snow tonight. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd hey, be could you could you sell your snowblower and then we it'll snow? According to this, it's flurrying right now. Uh, you know, I had a mini rant, and mini it's rant. about how comically terrible Microsoft is at running their vid games business. Okay. I've so, been wondering what this is about. You, you primed me. You told me you had a topic about this, and I have no idea what this is, so okay. I, I'm, I'm excited. So, you know, how I, have you seen this game Redfall that Bethesda's making, one of their internal studios? It's kind of like a... It's like a vampire Far Cry style game. They announced it last year, right? They announced it a while back. They've shown it a lot of times. Like this show is getting, this game's getting promoted a lot. It's been, you know, like shown last and a lot of stuff. It's coming out like next month. Okay. Okay. And it's a four player co-op game. A lot of people, a lot of people are looking forward to it. If no, you know, no reason other than like, Hey, it's like, okay. Uh, big title from an internal Microsoft studio. It'll be on game pass, yada, yada. Microsoft can't seem to ship any goddamn games, even though they have like a trillion studios now. Been a minute. Yeah. And, um, so it comes out, uh, this past week that when the game comes out on the series X and S, so on their consoles, there will be no 60 FPS mode that you can play in. It's only going to be like 4K 30. And then they'll add a performance mode later as a patch. And it's like, why are you guys so bad at this? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually crazy. Because it's like, it's a shooter. It's going to, in theory, be like a high-paced game. Like, this isn't some artsy fucking game where we're right. pushing the graphics to like absolute maximum and there's an excuse why the game's 30 and people expect now most games especially from your top end developers are going to have like a resolution mode you know your 30 fps mode and a performance mode your 60 fps mode and maybe even like competitive games might have a 120 fps mode to really you know increase responsiveness as much as possible that's what people expect and like one of like your flagship game for like the next good period of time, essentially shipping. And again, this is like one of these things. It's like clearly the game's not ready. If you can't even get a sixty FPS mode running on the game, well, and that's a, in any way at it's, launch, it's just like just hold just it back. delay it. Because in my mind, they have delayed it because I'm not playing the shitty version of it, and it's almost like a cyberpunk situation where it's like, hey. I'll play it one day. I know CD Projekt Red is good at making video games. I could probably play it now and have a really good time because it's been patched to high heaven. Well, it's been over it's, a year. Yeah, it's at been this forever, point, right? But so. I'm not. I don't like. I'm happy to generally wait on single player games because 
this shit just keeps happening but it's so ridiculous when it's coming from microsoft who seemingly can't get anything out the door like anything mm-hmm. <laughs> meanwhile sony and nintendo are just pumping games out left and right everything's great microsoft's like oh we um have nothing <laughs> you know well then here's, you wonder here's redfall it's coming in hot and clearly not finished enjoy is it just gonna be like a bunch of shit all at once then because like what are, you guys, what are you doing over there i have no idea where's anything like like you know i mean in theory starfield's gonna come out at the end of the year who knows that might get delayed again mm-hmm. what condition is that gonna release in because usually right. those big sprawling games oh yeah at launch yeah. are like bug city i mean i didn't run into a lot of issues because i got fallout for day of i believe day it released and i don't remember running into anything like super gnarly but most people do in those games yeah so that might be a, and just the way that we play anything anymore, that'll definitely be a ask for, no, for Christmas yeah. and just wait a while. I'm generally happy to wait on single player games. And you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like I'm, at some point I'm going to play Resident Evil 4 Remake, but that game has like weird issues too. Like, uh, so I don't know if I'm sure one of you must know what this is, but like controllers, their thumbsticks have dead zones. Mm-hmm. So like, you know the little movements on a thumbstick won't register right you got to move it a certain amount before it starts to register and that's to avoid stick drift because if you have no dead zone at all all thumbsticks have stick drift so your aim will just be moving without you doing anything Mm -hmm. so dead zones are to avoid that but on resident evil 4 remake when it first came out and only on the xbox for some reason all the other versions didn't suffer from this the dead zones were like gigantic so it led to the game feeling very unresponsive a lot of people were saying interesting and they did a patch they did like one patch already where they somewhat addressed it like they reduced the dead zone sizes but it's still not like perfect like Mm -hmm. it's still not great but it's a lot better and that's just another example of like hey it's no big deal to wait sometimes because it's like I always I think I've brought up on this podcast before but I remember when Assassin's Creed Unity came out and that game got shit on hard because it it was just bug city lots of things not in good condition and by the time I played it um when I got it like for from for free somehow or something I don't know But, but when I played it it was like fully patched and I had a great time I really enjoyed that game but if I would have played it at launch I probably would have thought oh well this game fucking sucks well that was my experience with Assassin's Creed 4 you know, I play. I I've got it at launch. Um, Wasn't that Unity? Was it? I thought four was Unity. I don't remember. Was or it? Or was that the pirate mm. one? What happened? Which one? What What was the setting? Was it French Revolution? Because mm. that's Unity. No, it was the. Is the pirate one Black Flag? No, it was the American Revolution. Your yes. thing, that's three. Was it three? Okay. Yeah, because I made you finish that game. Because I was like, I'm vaguely interested in what's happening here. And you yeah. were like, don't make me play. Uh, yeah, I well, that that game was Bug City. It drove me nuts. And it didn't help it that, like, so the game's... I think that's why you didn't play Unity. Because I ended up getting you an Xbox for, like, Christmas or something. And that was part of the package that I got you. Yeah. 
and you never played it because you were like, I think I'm done with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But then I played the pirate run and I really liked it. But yeah. I played it like a long time after it came out. So it was probably a well, patching and I, situation. And I, and I ended up playing, I didn't like Black Flag when I played of it. I just thought that it's like such a big focus that game was the ship combat and I thought it was horrible. But um, I liked Odyssey and I think I mostly liked it because the main character was really good. I have Odyssey. I never touched it. Yeah. For whatever I, reason. I think my recommendation for playing Odyssey would just be like, just get on there. You can pick between a man and a woman, play the woman. Obviously. And um, like, there's never even like, no, yeah, yeah, there's a choice. I'm going with the chick. And uh, just play like the main story because it is a good game. It's just, it's like all these games now, they're all padded out. You know, you gotta, you open up the map. There's a million fucking things on the map. You gotta go to this spot. You gotta go to that spot. Clear out this camp. Clear out that camp. Get this collectible. And I'm a lunatic. I did everything. So it took me like a hundred, literally a hundred hours to get through that game. You could probably do the main campaign in like 20 or 30 hours and you'd have a blast. And it's a great, it is re- like just the main campaign. I remember is really hearing good. it was good. People said it was a pretty um, solid game. But it's just, you know, they, all these Ubisoft games, especially, they got to pad them out, you know, like they'll have all the endless content. And for a completionist fucking lunatic like me, it just sucks because when I play one, then I'm burned out for years. Sure. Mm-hmm. Though I do have a new Zelda coming out, and worlds That's are colliding. True. Mr. Mercer is voicing Ganon, so oh. he's exciting. Good for him. What's especially funny about that is a thousand, like literally a thousand years ago. Is the Escapist still around for that website? Yeah, I think so. They, uh, I don't think it was them that made it, but they uh, uh, aired a. Uh, 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 series of videos called there will be brawl and it was a, a parody of like super smash brothers brawl but like dark and gritty and mr mercer is in that as a baby and he plays ganon in it so it's just kind of like weird the way the universe works sometimes <laughs> that's funny those were delightful that's a long fucking time ago but it, but just bringing it back around like i don't understand and it's not gonna get better if Microsoft ends up buying Activision, it's only going to get worse. This well, because complete, they don't have any reason to get better. Th- well, but, but just like this complete inability to seemingly manage their studios. And the thing is, Erica, this isn't... Microsoft is the clear three of the console manufacturers. So they actually do have a reason to get better. And it's the reason of making more money <laughs> than they currently do. But if people keep buying the games day one... And there isn't a consequence. You right. see what I mean? Sure, but okay, this is the thing you got to keep in mind. There's problems there. I mean, 343, which makes the Halo games, just had massive layoffs. And there is restructuring that whole studio. I mean, it seems like all the top people are either getting left go or mo- let go or moved. Well, you said so, the latest Halo game was a bit of a debacle, yeah? Oh, well, I mean... It took them like a fucking two years just to get co-op in the game, so it was ridiculous. So I mean, the I game, mean, stuff the game like was that, okay, but but, it, but this should but this should be. This is my point. Sony and Nintendo are not allowing their flagship titles to come out and be okay. Okay, right? Zelda is not going to be okay. No. It's going to be excellent. Right. 
And unfortunately, it'll be, you know, constrained by running on the Nintendo Switch, which is like 35-year-old hardware. But the game itself will itself will still be excellent. I'm going to enjoy myself yeah. when I get around to it. And so. um, that's the difference, right? And, and Microsoft should be trying to do better because there's still a lot of market share to gain and a lot of money to make. You know, if there were people are going to rest on their laurels, it would be Sony. You know, it well, be I mean, Microsoft. if they're coming in and they're completely revamping the studio that does the Halo games, I would assume then that they're they were very unhappy. Sure, because like you said, that's your but just because they're franchise. unhappy doesn't mean they know what to do to fix it. No, that's fair. Yep, that's and fair. that's the problem. They don't seem to know how to fix any problems over there because like every game that comes out like has issues, you know, or just sucks. I would say though, if they're flying in and they're like doing massive restructuring to that studio, though, they're at least we've recognized that the flagship has fallen. Something is very clearly amiss here. And we're taking some steps. Are they the right steps? Who the fuck knows? But steps to fix it. I don't even know what you do with Halo at this point. Because you fucked up like three games in a row. And that's pretty hard. Like Just to like recover and kind of right the ship and where do you take the story? Where do you place Master Chief? Do you go with a new protagonist because you've been fucking up this character for so long? You know, like what do you do? Well, and Or you do a just complete reboot. I yeah. mean, you need you need a really solid writing team to come in and give you a story. I mean, and I think it's one of those things where you need to you need to just say, um, "Fuck off, developers! You're going to hold on for a minute. You got to spend a year just on story." Well, give it some time. Let it breathe. You need you need and let's to know. Figure out what we're going to do. You need you need to come in. You need to have. Where, what is the direction, what what story are you trying to tell? And then you can bring the developers in and start being like, okay, this is where we want to go. This is our end point. Now let's make a badass game around, you know, with this as the tenant. And, well, and take as long as you need. Don't rush. Well, you can take as long as you need if the end result is really good. Well, that's what I'm saying, and The, the, the right. problem is they have so many bad or mediocre end results. That's the issue, right? Like, think about, okay, so if you start thinking about Microsoft's big IPs, obviously you think of Halo first, but then you start thinking about other things that you've probably even forgotten about because they've been gone for so long, like... We know there's a perfect dark game in development, but, you know, there hasn't been a perfect dark game since the fucking Xbox 360 launched. Right, it's been a minute. I mean, so when that game finally comes out, if it's anything less than excellent, people are going to dump on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about Gears of War. I mean, the last two Gears of War games, they were okay. Okay, again, this is like one of your big titles. These should be excellent games. And that hasn't, that's been a long time. Uh, you want to talk about another one that's gone away forever, Fable. Mm. I mean, we know there's a Fable game in development at Playground, which is the Forza Horizon studio. But it's like, again, that's been gone forever. So expectations are going to be high. They've let other things languish completely. You know, uh, another thing that Microsoft owns right through Rare is Conquer. Mm. I mean, that oh, was a, yeah, that's... that's been gone forever. Yeah. And it's like they have all this IP and it's like, you Do you guys want to make any money? Do you like money? It doesn't seem like you like money. 
You know, I mean, well, you know, and Bethesda loves to take their sweet time. God knows when there's going to be another Fallout or Elder Scrolls game, maybe before you die. It's been a fucking minute. Well, and I mean, with Bethesda specifically, like Fallout 76 was bombed. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, and, you know, like. Well, that was an attempt to get in on the live service craze. Yeah, which really Fallout Four was twenty fifteen. Yeah, I mean that's eight years ago. That's a thousand years ago. (laughs) In in video game land, that's a thousand years ago. Yes, it really is. And that was uh, Elder Scrolls. Oh my God, Skyrim was like forever. Well, fifteen years ago or something. Seventeen thousand times. I'm pretty sure I could probably get a version of Skyrim that will play on this recorder. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And and Bethesda's real bad about it. And now again, you know, we like we talked about at the end of this year, Starfield's going to come out. Skyrim came out in 2011? Yeah. I mean, that's it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. They're so bad at this. <laughs> Who's I know there's been they have like Elder Scrolls Online and there's been like And Elder Scrolls Online stuff, by all accounts seems fuck. to be a successful game. But it's not like a big game. Right. Um at least they're not Valve. At least they're not what? Valve. That's cool. Oh, I didn't well. realize it had been that long. It, on the three sixty. But look, okay, you want to talk about Valve. There's an example. They take their fucking sweet time. They barely make any video games. But when Far Cry Alex, or not Far Cry, when Half-Life Alex, yeah, when Half-Life Alex came out for the, what VR thing did it come out for? Whatever. The H2, something, I don't even know what VR thing it came out for. Because who could care about VR? But um, by all accounts, that was a very good game. So they took their sweet time. They didn't make jack shit forever, but at least when they came out with something, they came out with a really good game. Right. And, you know, like when Bethesda comes out with Starfield, again, if that game is any less than a 9 out of 10, people are going to dump on it. Well, like a real 9 out of 10. Yeah. And in Not right- like an IGN 9 out of 10. Yeah. And, and people are going to dump on it, and rightfully so, when you don't produce anything forever. Yeah. And then you Todd Howard it where you go on the stage and you talk it up as the greatest thing ever and it's going to fucking blow you while you sleep and you can go to a trillion different planets, you know. And if you Well, you think we learned the lesson from uh, uh what was that fucking game? No Man's Sky. Oh. Well, at least they stuck with that and they actually ended up with a really good game. That game's still getting That up. game's still getting updates. I mean, that's crazy. And I haven't played it in forever for minute, and yeah. the the version of the game I played was really fun and it got updates like I haven't played that game in years and it's still getting updated. It's crazy. And that that's a good game. No, I played um, that day one and it was definitely like this is it, huh? Yeah, and that was one of the rare like, you know, Sony gets an exclusive even if it was a timed exclusive they get an exclusive and it's kind of like mediocre because sony usually doesn't let that happen yeah so they probably got hoodwinked too but no i played about six hours of that and i was like yeah i think i'm good yeah no by the time i played it it was really like this is all it is okay um i just i don't know what's going on over it's wild to think uh like a company like microsoft can't make at least some good games because the thing is, when you own, like, a trillion studios, to me, like, some of them should just get lucky, you know, at some <laughs> point. Sure, sure. No, you're absolutely right. They'd think there'd be... Or you'd have your big releases kind of, like, 
not not su- I mean you don't want to be doing something like every quarter but a couple times a year at there least. there should no with the amount of stu- you had it right the first time with the amount of studios they own especially if they end up owning Activision as well there should be a quarterly major release I mean there really should I agree I, well, it's Microsoft is so puzzling when it comes to the game space because I mean, you know, you've got you've got Game Pass, and Game Pass is at least for the time being an incredible value, right? Oh yeah. Um, but it's just you, you've got this. You just don't have there's just nothing drawing you to the to the system that isn't a third party game right like so what are you spending all this money on like and what i'd be really interested to hear what like the microsoft corporate offices and you know phil spencer like are 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 thinking there and like what what problems are they seeing that they're just not able to figure out yeah because you know phil spencer is not sitting there dictating what each individual studio does phil spencer's saying you guys need to ship something or we're gonna fucking like can the studio or well and is it a matter of just we have so much that it's just it's too much to manage i think that's part of it i think that's actually the primary factor is the oversight is bad. And I think what happened was they got gun shy because they were all over Rare when they bought that and they overly managed it and they fucked that studio up. Mm-hmm. And then they thought, okay, now we'll do the exact opposite approach where we're super hands off and maybe we come in every once in a while and we check in on progress, but we're Microsoft, we have unlimited money. You know, as long as we make money in the end on it, great. You know, and we'll just, we'll try not to fuck any more studios up like we fucked up Rare eternally. And, you know. I mean, you've got, you you actually got a really good point in there, which is that Microsoft's making money on scale. So, you know, they, they fundamentally have they have a different business model than Sony. Sure. Sony, yes. The PlayStation is Sony's business, but. Well, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not talking about Sony versus Microsoft. I'm talking about Xbox versus PlayStation. Well, sure. So, you know, for PlayStation makes their money on having a, a small number of very high quality first party games versus Microsoft makes their money on selling lots and lots and lots of value. Um, and so they're fundamentally two different, two different business types, but you're okay. You're right in theory, but my just, Without having, I have I'm not going to sit here and act like I know the release schedule exactly, but it seems to me that Sony, whether it's through their own internal stuff 
or through third-party exclusivity agreements, Mm -hmm. it seems like they have a higher amount of also high-quality exclusives coming to their platform on a much more regular cadence Mm -hmm. than Microsoft does. I'm, 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 I'm talking quantity and quality. So this is what I mean where it's like, what are your studios doing? But you have the game pass factor. Sure. So Microsoft's getting cuts of everything that's on game pass. So, but but Sony is their equivalent called the PlayStation plus extra. Yeah. But didn't that like my, my understanding of that is that it's, that doesn't have near the subscriber base that Game Pass does. Maybe not yet because they started later, but there's so many more PlayStations out there than there are Xboxes that might oh, yeah. not last forever. Well, and not to say like that Microsoft shouldn't be trying to compete. I, I just, I think the, what's interesting about comparing the two companies is their business models are definitely different. Right. And, and, that, and, but what, what I would guess and maybe this is this is probably what's behind the 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 three four three thing is that you've got PlayStation playing catch up with their new service. They've still got the good releases. Um, you know, I, I'm sure Microsoft knows they got to do something. Um, because they're not going to be able to ride this this Game Pass wave forever. You know, eventually they're going to have to produce content that's uh that's going to make you stay on Xbox. Well, and also it kind of like Sony buying up exclusives. Yeah, Microsoft can put stuff from third parties on Game Pass, especially if they want to spend the money to put stuff on their day of release. Um but you know, that's not going to work forever and people are kind of like, you know, it's like people are on there for the Microsoft stuff, I would think as a whole. Like mm-hmm. They want to get the Microsoft stuff for, quote-unquote, Game Pass free. And if you're just never deli- never delivering that, I don't know, man. Right. No. And also, there's a cap like any subscription service. You're not going to infinitely sign people up. Oh, yeah. And that's why they've been... I think part of the problem in Microsoft is there's been a big focus on get PC Game Pass... And then also trying to get more stuff going in mobile because obviously they know there's only so many Xboxes they can possibly sell. Right. But PC is almost like an essentially un, uh, you know unlimited potential, and mobile phones especially. And that's really like this is the funny thing because Sony uh, over the Activision stuff is all about like Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. They're gonna fuck us on Call of Duty. But I think getting Call of Duty is almost like a I don't think that's even the main goal of the Activision purchase. I think it's to get more stuff in the mobile space. Yeah, probably. You know, because remember, King is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Call of Duty Mobile is a successful game. So it's it's like I think really they're trying to expand out because they know the Xbox is a somewhat limited platform. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's a... Um, it's no more limited than PlayStation, though. Well, except PlayStation sells a lot more consoles. Yeah. But, I mean... Which, again, is part of the problem of the 
quality issue when it comes to Microsoft. Well, if you don't have good games and it doesn't seem like they're, like, releasing anything, like, if I'll buy a console, but if I don't have anything to play on it, then... So, yeah, I mean, from that perspective, though, the the Activision acquisition makes a lot of sense. It's because it's... You You can't beat Sony... At least at this point, you can't beat Sony on quality, so you got to beat on quantity. So you're going for mobile. Do you guys have any other topics before I get into my final one? I do have one. I don't have anything. I'm just I'm just having a good time. I have I I do have one. Have you ever heard of a Seattle hot dog? No. All right. Let me let me. Let me tell you what is on a Seattle hot dog. Are there scallions on it? A Seattle-style hot dog, sometimes referred to as a Seattle dog, is a hot dog. No, is it? <laughs> is it sometimes referred that way? Sorry, go ahead. It's a hot dog topped with cream cheese and sautéed onions and served in a pretzel bun. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. And I like cream cheese. Not on a hot dog, though. I just don't. And you don't like onions, so that's just no, a yeah, complete just non-starter, non-starter for I'm, you. It's kind of like a Chicago-style hot dog where they just dump like all the shit on there. I don't like a hot dog with a million things on there because you know what I like about the hot dog? Hot dog, basically. The hot dog. Right. <laughs> the hot dog and the bread. Those are my favorite parts. So when you dump 45 condiments on a hot dog, you know what I can't taste anymore? The hot dog. And, and I would feel like the cream cheese is probably really dominating the the, the, the taste there. It's gotta, right? Well, and I guess it would depend on how much are you putting? Because it's just like a, a little slather on the bun? Or are we I talking like big fucking like dollops? I, I would be willing to try this because I do like onions. But it would all depend on how much cream cheese is on there. Yeah. I just it's just very strange. And I feel like it would have to be cooked onions. Were they cooked onions or raw onions? It's it's sauteed onions. Sauteed onions, okay. I would be willing to try this for science. Alex, would you try it? That's too many things I don't like. I just wouldn't I know I wouldn't like it. I mean I'd take one bite or something, but I know I wouldn't like it. Would you try it? No. Okay. I, I might try I, I wouldn't have I would I might like Try it with the cream cheese. Well, obviously you don't do onions. I, I right. just that's just a non-starter. Yeah, that's, I won't do. Well, the then onion. you're not trying it. No. But I would try the. I, I'm curious about the the cream cheese. The only situation I like onions is an onion ring. Yes, <laughs> that's the only way Bob will eat them too. You know, man. We always talk about this when we never do it. We should go to. We should just get. Outback, just the onion ring, the whatever they call it, the bloomin' onion. Bloomin onion. Fuck yeah, man! We should just go there, just get a bloomin' onion. Thousand percent. <laughs> I never think about doing that though. Well, because I, it's like I don't want to. Yeah, but ooh, that bloomin' onion. I've read that the bloomin' onion, or I don't know if I read it or somebody told me, but this this is a you me- knew someone who worked there a thousand. This years memory ago. goes back a long time, so it's probably not quite true. I think the Bloomin' Onion costs Outback like 25 cents to make. And they're it's, probably charging like $15 yeah. for it. It's, it's, it's an, it's like, it's, they would not be mad if you came in and just ordered the Bloomin' Onion because <laughs> they're making so much money off of just that. Okay. Because it's an onion. 
Then you dip it in something. It, and it tastes real good. Oh, it tastes amazing. I haven't had it in so long, though. Maybe it sucks. Now. I was going to say, so know. what I remember it being good. I have not been in an Outback. That seems like something they wouldn't fuck with. Right. I mean, how do you fuck with deep frying an onion? People find ways to fuck things up. Sometimes they do, Bob. Sometimes you don't honor a coupon. I think. <laughs> oh, like, God. Oh, God. Here we are. And then you make go. a scene when you go to the, the mm-hmm. restaurant and they don't honor your coupon. So glad I wasn't there. Would have been a problem. What well, then you, then you have to do. Then you have to do the thing where you pretend like you're not with them. <laughs> Slowly, you Homer's that Homer Simpson uh, going into the the, into the, bush. the the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so obviously we can't talk much about it because Erica let us down and only watched two episodes. But um, I know I'm a monster. I agree. But Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Mm-hmm. We have, before we talk about anything that actually happened on it, we have a special occasion. Mm. Bob has watched more than Erica. Yes. And not a little bit more, a lot more. Like, Erica, I think you watched two episodes. I watched the prologue. Yeah, the which first I'm counting episode. as an episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, well, the it's pro- a full length, right? right. That's the whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bob has watched eight episodes total, so it's just crazy. I've never been here before. It's weird. I didn't. I didn't know I would ever be here. It's an odd space to be in. It's an odd space to be in. Well, I will let you guys discuss. I do. Well, we don't have to. No, we're not. We'll just talk about like whatever the first two episodes. But um, no, I mean it's like well here. So if you haven't watched the show, whatever you know, we're just going to talk about the first two episodes. But. You guys got any thoughts? Would it, would Bob like to start? We'll get Bob's thoughts. First two episodes. Oh, those first two episodes. Um, Can we talk about how it was like, who's the dead meat here in that prologue? Because as soon as that little girl pops out. You I'm thought like, it was going to be her? I knew someone was dying. I didn't realize it was quite going to be quite the widespread scale that it turned out to be. But as soon as that oh, little much girl. Death. Much as death. As soon as that little girl showed up, I was like. Okay, we've got we've got some counters above heads. Well, and can we talk about the most evil-looking person to ever be drawn with those eyebrows? Oh, you're talking about uh, what Delling Rembrandt or whatever? What's his name? I mean, fuck if I know. Um, Bob retains nothing. The the, the president is that who you're talking about? I, no, 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 not not the president of the company. Um, in that in that prologue. There's that committee that's like, yeah, we're going to just go kill all these people. Right. He's the one that sends them? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, no, I thought you meant the president of the B-something group. Um, no. Um, that's the same guy. Oh, it is? In the prologue, they, they appoint him. He's like the military guy. They appoint him as the head of this... I forget what the name of it is. This the the this they were gonna obel, huh. oversee the mobile suit development. Oh my God, Car- Cathedra, or Cathedra, something like that. The committee appoints him as the head of that, the public face, right? And then he, behind their back, as they do this, sends a team to go wipe this base out. Right. Remember, like when they're doing that. The one guy who's like on the committee goes and gets whispered into his ear what's happening, and he's like, "Oh no, what have we done?" Like, we just gave this guy all this power, and he's already operating. Like, 
behind our back. Who could have seen that happening? Um, and the, no, but he's then yeah, he's the that's the same guy who's Miorne's oh. father, who's the president of the Berlin group or whatever. Okay, I did not make that. I did not realize that. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell I'll tell you, Erica. Part of the problem. <laughs> part of the problem. The whole time we're watching this. He's on his phone. Well, no, he's not. He was partially on his phone. But I'll tell you what actually fucked him, is, um. We're watching the dub, right? So he can't read the words, but sure. then he's chewing ice the whole time. <laughs> so there's no chance. <laughs> Get out of your own way, Bob. There's no chance he actually heard anything. I thought it was the phone for sure. The well, phone came out as well. Oh, per, you know, God. maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe we should turn the closed captions off. How do you not know off. how to watch TV? He's going to watch it dubbed with closed <laughs> captioning. And not look at the TV. You'd be on his phone the whole fucking time. <laughs> and then leave the closed captions on to make me insane. Yeah, of course he doesn't like it. He doesn't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> Whole time, Erica. At least three or four episodes were just like that. (laughs) Now, I mean, my hearing's bad. So, I don't know. Maybe he could hear it great. But luckily, I know what was going on because I watched it already. uh, The colors, children. Look at the colors. (laughs) Look at the pretty animation. Flying across the I feel like this is a reasonable thing to have missed. Is it? Really? It seems oh. pretty core to the show, I have <laughs> it to say. It is pretty clear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed Erica. Well, Bob, you see... I like to think I'm pretty good at this podcasting business. So you notice I haven't told Erica about this until this moment. See, when we were watching it and he was chewing on the ice, I thought to myself, I can't wait to tell Erica. But I bided my time. I don't even remember chewing on ice. Watching a dub with closed captioning actually is offensive to me. Oh my god. Jesus. I mean, I feel like I got the major plot points. (laughs) I don't think so. It sounds like you didn't. It really sounds like you didn't. Okay, so I missed that Captain Evil grows up to be President Evil. I mean... Some people can't have nice things. (laughs) Apparently not. 
Anywho. Do you know what the problem with television is? <laughs> you don't know how to watch I'll it? T- I'll tell you the problem with television. It involves sitting and doing nothing. But you, you're involved in the act of doing something. You're watching a show. You're paying attention. I have the solution to this, Alex. You ready? You know what it is? Do you know what the solution is? Go to the gym and run on the treadmill? No. Get a treadmill here and put it in front of the television. Why don't you just ride your bike while you watch it? What bike? Don't you have a Peloton or something? Did we not establish that we sold the Peloton? Oh, he's never told me that. I thought we talked about that. I could have sworn we talked about that. No. No, yeah, he wasn't. Never he, brought that He wasn't up. using it anymore, so we got rid of it. We sold it. Yeah. Once he started running, he wasn't really using it anymore. Okay. Yeah. I was sad to sell it. I actually really liked it. Um, we just weren't using it. Yeah, and, and they they upped the subscription price, the monthly subscription price. Mm-hmm. And without the subscription, it's... It, it's kind of useless. Yeah, it's not very good. You can use it, but you're just staring at a blank screen. No, uh, you could have something on a screen in front of you. Well, yeah, but not the the giant screen that's in front of you because they've bricked it. Yeah, right, with the porn star trainers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no. <laughs> okay. So, well, we've already established maybe Bob needs to rewatch some episodes. Um, <laughs> well, we all know that's not going to happen. Definitely not happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's an issue. Wait, hold you on. should be a bigger fan of subtitles if you you know want to chew ice the whole time though. I heard everything perfectly fine. Apparently not. Uh, no, there's a difference. I heard it fine. I just didn't process it correctly. <laughs> it begs, like, why do you even bother watching TV then? I mean, I guess it's my fault for semi forcing it on him. Oh, if he didn't pick it and you forced it, yeah, he's not watching. There's not much television I do watch, though. In general. I mean, not really anymore. Okay, man, look. There was some good stuff from the... I know, like, Bob's monkey brain is like, watch, watch, you know, can I see some (laughs) things get shot and killed, please? There's some good stuff in those first two episodes. The first episode, little baby Eerie gets in the fucking Gundam. And just like train wrecks, starts three laying people. waste. Yeah, one, two, three. As the mom dead. is like horrified in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we got to the point in that first episode. I was upstairs with uh, with Izzy, and I was like, "Oh, this oh. is turning bad." Oh, they're gonna murder <laughs> well, everyone on this. And, and I will say, from from that perspective, like I knew, like I knew some. Well, one, it's very like you're. Your, Dead meat what, counter. Yeah, yeah, what you always say. Uh, and then, but even without how obvious it was that that was going to happen, like, I, I knew. Yeah, so I, I paused it, and I was it. like, you got to take the kid downstairs for the next 15 minutes, because this is just going to be a wholesale slaughter. <laughs> uh, um, it wasn't like the, as bad as I thought it was. No, 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 no. It, it didn't turn out to be that bad, but it's like she didn't answer the shit, so. You, you did have the weaponization of happy birthday, though. Yes. Well, it was pretty great. Um, oh, we can't talk about that. Um, but yes, we did have that. I, I mean, I, the prologue I liked the prologue. I, I, I dug how it kind of 
I, I dug the universe that it's set up. Once mm-hmm. it got into high school shenanigans, you seemed to be like me. I kind of tuned out, yeah. Kind of. See, we can't talk about it, but there's been good stuff. I, can, I do have to go to the bathroom. I could give you guys a few minutes. No, if you no, want no. To discuss. We'll just talk about. We'll talk about the first episode a little bit, and then we'll move on. But I mean, I hey. liked. I liked. It's like it's an interesting setting, right? It's like this wacky fucking. Of course, like the Japanese, their fascination with wacky schools. Mm-hmm. It's this wacky school for like Gundam pilots engineers and i don't know business majors <laughs> and uh because yeah. that's what miorine is she's like some sort of business major um you could put a gun to my head and ask me for any character's name <laughs> and i would just say pull the trigger <laughs> i mean see i don't even want to like force you to watch the next five episodes like you're well, here's what me. we're gonna do alex let's <laughs> let's no it, 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 that's not actually that's just i'm bad with names and I don't like even at a. Stuff. These are so. These aren't like B- Paul and Bill. They're distinctive <laughs> names. It doesn't matter. It's fucking. It'd Soleta be easier if it was Miorne. Paul and Bill. Do you see what I deal with, though? <laughs> Why don't we put a pin in this? Let me watch the rest of it, and then we can have a nice discussion. Okay. Well, I mean, all I want to say. Well, I mean, like we can talk about the first episode because you've both seen that. Well, sure. no, I, I. What I I could talk about. It, I just can't remember character names. <laughs> um. You know, the guy. The guy. Him. Evil guy. Oh, wait. That's the same guy. <laughs> hey, there was a time. And listen, time. I was paying attention enough. I made the comment to you that, oh, okay, we're going to have like a, a time jump, huh? And it's like, yes. See? Right. So you have this wacky school. And the <laughs> one of the core things in this school is Rembrandt has set it up where like his daughter who goes there, whoever... Whenever she turns like 17 or something, I can't, I think was what the age was. It was 17 17. or 18. Whenever she turns of a certain age, whoever is the top, the holder, the top Gundam pilot in the school will be her groom, husband, whatever. Um, And so this guy's there. He's all full of himself. Ghoul. He's all, I think that's how you say his name. He's all full of himself. He's being a huge asshole. He's destroying her fucking uh, garden and everything. And then I did, I did like the when Saleta slaps him on the ass. I mean, that was funny. pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Didn't your mother ever teach you you can't act that way?" Um, but then she challenges him to a duel and just absolutely lays waste. Yeah, that Mior- was very enjoyable. Miorne gets in the Gundam. She doesn't know how to use it. She can't access its weapons. Uh, gets just and she's not a Gundam pilot. I mean, so she doesn't know how to use the thing. And then Saleta goes in there, headbutts her like Miorne did to her when they first met, and takes the takes Ariel back and just like literally chops all the limbs off his Gundam and obliterates them in like half a second. Or not, he doesn't have a Gundam; he just has a mobile suit. But yeah. And then uh, we have a Utina situation. Yeah, and then you know afterwards it's like, oh, you're the holder now. Nice to meet you, my groom. And then and there's like the, there's like the you know they got the shot of like the Gundam on its knee. It was good. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I it's it's a, what is interesting about the the show to me is the the way it's it's set up. It because it, it really should. 
make you uncomfortable. Um, because it, 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 you're talking about like essentially what is a military academy. Right. Right. Child and, soldier situation. Right. And, and like, and I think it, it you know, I, I, I said to you, it's like, I'm just not really in the mood for a high school thing right at the moment. It's like, it's not that I think it's bad. I don't. It's just, you know, we watched Kill a Kill recently. That was a high school thing. And sort of. No, it is. I mean, it, it is. is, but it's like, it's not like they're just like, it's not like a slice of life where they're just like going to school and doing everyday I things. wouldn't say it is so far like high school they're both so in wacky. name only, really. Yeah, the setting's like a high school, but they're it's not like, sitting in on classes and stuff. No, 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 no. I understand that. Like, I'm not saying it's like, I'm watching like uh, like a, a high school show, but it the it is a high school set. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a military academy, just like in Kill a Kill. I mean the 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 plot is different, but a, you know you're you're dealing with a lot of the same concepts of like um, you know young kids waging war, and so. This isn't. It, it. It's just. It's. It's like. It's just not. It. It. It's not. I'm just not right in the mood for it right now. But that's not to say that I don't think it's good, and I think those are interesting concepts. Um, and I am curious where ultimately it goes, and you know what, with what with the last thing I saw, which. I won't spoil you. Um, I am more curious what's going to happen in the next couple of episodes. And well, you know, it sounds like you've only got a couple left. Yeah. Well, um, he's also watching the dub, which is behind. So he probably only has like two or three more episodes he can even watch right now. Mm. Um, and they just started the second season, which if you go look at Crunchyroll, they're listening. It is like, you know, like season one, episode Fourteen or thirteen or something like that. So interesting. Um, the one I wanted to watch with you though is whenever you get to twelve. That's the one I wanted to watch with you. Um, but there is another. There's a new episode on there that just started this past Sunday, um, and they changed. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to you getting there because they changed the opening and the outro, and mm. they are like really good, <laughs> like crazy good, especially mm. the outro. Well, I will make an, uh, a good faith effort by the time we cast again. To yeah. Uh, get a little bit more caught up. And I will attempt to find a time to force Bob to watch three episodes against his will while he chews on ice. There you go. I mean, it gets the question is what are what are we getting for food though? That whenever you want, Bob. Well, you brought up uh, what is it called? Nambos or something? Nandos. 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 Which I've never had, so It's good. I think it's good. It, I love Nandos. Uh um, We haven't been there in a minute either. No, we haven't. And that Nando's in um, that Nando's in Naperville rubbed me the wrong way that one time we went. Well, we had that bad. Oh boy. There was the cashier that was like bad. There we go. Well, here's this a, is years ago. This so. is, yeah, I mean, so this was so the situation, Alex, was you know because they they have a situation where they got a single line because it's 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 like that fast casual. You walk up, you order, and sure. then. They give you a number. Can we, can we just order it for pickup? Yeah, we, of course. Okay. 
Um, then we can avoid all the nonsense. Yeah, yeah. But you know, um, so we we get up to the counter. We or, or we're, we're next in line. They called us up to the counter. Lady calls. Lady calls us up to the counter. We get there, and then she does this. And then she goes and does like something else for like five minutes. I took like somebody else's order. It was almost like, wasn't it? Yeah, there was something going on. Yeah, we were the- kind of standing there like, what are we doing why here? Why did you call us over then? In the meantime, two or three other groups get through the other cashier. And it's like. And she was being bitchy. She was. She was being very bitchy. Yeah. And we were just like, we wouldn't have walked over here unless you called us over, man. Like, Right. It's not our fault you called us here. You could have said, oh, I didn't call you over. Please go wait back in line. And we would have, we wouldn't, we would have been like, no, we need to order. It was just very like. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it it was a annoyance <laughs> to be sure. But, Which but sucks because that's the closer one, right? Yeah, and I'm sure that was a one-off, like, weird thing. Several thousand yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's... Um, but, yeah, no, Nando's is super good. South African chain. Um, and uh, I didn't... How would you... Do, I, I, he asked me what the sauce is, and I'm like, well, it's peri-peri. And that's not very helpful. It's kind of like a spicy, garlicky kind of... Not, like, overly hot, but... I like spicy and garlic. Good amount of spice to it. It's it's tasty. And they got they have a sauce that's that is specifically a garlic, garlic yeah. um one. And yeah. What's nice is it They have a really good garlic. If bread. you do go and sit down, they've got all bottles of all the hot sauces. So you can get it and like try a couple different ones if you mm-hmm. want. Um we you can actually buy this uh, the hot sauce in the grocery store. I keep we uh, we always have a couple bottles. Well, upstairs. you like it yeah. right for your if you do chicken for lunch. Speaking of, I gotta pull some chicken out of the freezer. Indeed. Um, but yes, yeah, so we should do Nando's. Um, I'm excited for one day having Nando's in the motherland. It'll be great. You planning the, on going to South Africa? The motherland. The motherland. South Africa. Okay. On that note, hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.